Hey, Black African Power. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-wee, man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God killer in the house, man. And look, man, we got a powerful show today. And look, man, let's just get it cracking, man. I'm a rock squad up, Magi archers in the building. Please believe. Oh shit. If you ain't Sinetta, no time for that interview, dog. I put my shit out for niggas, I don't send it to blogs. Clan kill off the Buddha, not being discreet. One puff this big pops and projectiles. Between the sheets. Sun run, cold game, bring your cleats. The best flow blow, Eskimo, penguin feet. Don't need no blunt to burn. You run the turf with ten niggas on the block. That's a punk return. Ayo, Dolomite prototype soldier with the solar light. Saber and he hold it like he hold a mic. Golden ice spenders. Sipping on that overpriced poltergeist spirits. Ripping at the open mic. Spoke the nice lyrics like Mama moved mean overnight. Golden motorbike holding on some trying shit. That nice neon kit is on it. The king's libation with exotic liqueur. Queen's vibration like a side of Shakur A lot of the poor imported foreign threads they ain't got at the store Nubian Kush and black top pottery jars 39% THC, the quality pure Old rappers try to spit they hot as before It's like I'm five flights above, bust the shots at the floor Cats switch up their style when they ain't got it no more Cause they gotta keep their product in stores to feed their kids uh, see what that weed did? The yes man agreeing on everything we said I smell the mic like it's the love of my life Don't get sliced and beat with the butt of the knife Brother polite, I say I'm animalistic Cause I still be in the hood with my hand on my pistol The Hebrews think I'm cannibalistic E5 divination, channel the mystic Audio visionary, let's play poetical visionary Picture me burning down your missionary Yeah then I send you religion That red dot on your head That's Hindu tradition Invisible, independent, and transit shit I'll bring it all to an end With indivisible games Charles Xavier, getting your brain Mental anguish, a manifesting physical pain Wizard remains the dance in the chemical rain Breathe slow, then I'm up out of this physical plane Got military machinery that exercise Weaponized greenery Shine out of jeopardize the scenery, son Bruh, the beam can time your distance Inclines convention, stop rising with no trend line resistance. The parabolic breakout, I'm F16 with the aeronautic fake out. The God killer, the God killer, the God killer, the God killer, it's the God killer, the God killer, that's who it is. The God killer, the God killer, it's the God killer, the God killer, the God killer, the God killer, the God killer. Man, what's good, family, man? Hey, man, I'm glad we all here today, man. We're going to go ahead and uh, just put this information together. Um, man, y'all know what it is, man. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, in the world, you know what I'm saying? Just based off of science. Um, uh, we got those new finds we want to kind of talk about, bring some clarity to the situation. Y'all know how we do it. You know, while we rebuild these numbers back up, man, make sure y'all subscribe, hit that bell. So when we go live, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all all that. 
So yeah, what's good there, brother Jow? I'm Raw Squad up, bro. I'm a Raw Squad up. Black African Power. Uh, peace to you, Unc. Peace to the audience. And uh, yeah, I'm just waiting to uh, listen in. We're gonna chime in, but yeah, that's a that's a um, you know, we got to do this more often because you know I've been seeing some things on online on social media and everything. So you know, I'm just uh, ready to get it in. So. Yeah, man, we just let people just go ahead and do what they do, yo, because we putting a lot of pressure on them, yo, and pressure do break pipes. I mean, bust pipes. So, you know what I'm saying? We let people run around, mis misinformed. You know what I mean? It should be absolutely crazy at times, man. But, you know, we just going to keep it rocking. Right. Yeah, I had to get that. Yeah, we um we just gonna keep it rocking real solid, man. I'm I'm appreciating um just uh the support that we have, you know what I'm saying? It's real. Uh if you fake, I don't need you to support me. You know, I need real people, man. And um just just real people make this thing go right and then make it worth it, you know, the work that we putting in, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's that's important to get uh real people, man. Um uh, as a matter of fact, man, uh, shoot, let me see. Let me do this real quick, man. Let me shout out the YouTube channel, man, Axe the Streets, man. Um, the brother kind of hit me up. He talked about he ran, he's from Chicago, I believe, ran across a Walter Williams. And so he's going to be putting a um, video up detailing that conversation. And, of course, we came up in that conversation. I didn't even get a chance to tell you that, Ujao. All right. That's, new, that's news to me. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh and and you know, Walter, you know, brother Walter said he appreciate. Let me read exactly what he said. Uh hold on, yo. Let's do this real fast, man. You know, we came at uh the brother Walter just with on a scholarship tip. You know what I'm saying, yo? No disrespect, none of that, because that ain't what we do around here. We respect our scholars. Uh Walter Williams is a scholar in his own right. Um these he's the author of at least two books at least uh let's see uh walter said the brother said he said he read it uh he gave he gave uh your research team high praise uh he is just uh quite he's just questioning how you decipher sounds from symbols right it should be up in about two hours yes the video gonna be up in two hours man all right so go on youtube make sure y'all subscribe to Axe the Street, Axe the Streets Media. That's Axe, A-S-K, The Streets Media on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe, man. Make them numbers go up right now, man. A lot of powerful content on that, man. The brother going around, interview people in the street, man. I like the information. Uh, man, make sure y'all support him, man. Uh, that brother's getting out in the community. So once again, go to YouTube, man, and subscribe to ask the streets media. We ain't got a whole lot of people out there with the solid, solid, man. All right? So y'all make sure y'all support him, man. I'm going to put a few of his videos up. Um, You know, man, it's just a good thing, man. People are actually waking up. Uh, It might not be the church thing, because the church, we have thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of miseducated people around here, man. We have a very, we have a very, very intelligent crowd. It takes some intelligence to deal with us. You know what I mean? It takes... More than just common sense. It takes <laughs> intelligence. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's always good for us to, 
keep pushing the bar. We have to keep keep raising the bar. We you know we have some very very uh, esteemed scholars uh, that are still living and those that have passed uh, passed on um, that have paved the way. So we have to keep pushing forward. We can't go backwards. You know that would be a disrespectful and and uh, um, you know. That would just be kind of crazy for us to actually go backwards from where our scholars have um, paved the way for us to be. So we always constantly got to push the bar. And and whenever we see people uh, slip up and lower the bar, lower the standards, we got to be there to uh, push up. And people have to understand it, that scholarship, the whole thing about academia and scholarship, it's not personal. And I think that people take it, you know, when we come off out of the street environment, or just a regular general environment and want to jump into the scholarship academia arena, people bring the personal baggage with them and they don't know how, how it's conducted. And so what I see is that people just got to stop taking things personal and just understand that this is the nature of scholarship where your, your conclusions are going to be looked at, scrutinized, critiqued, and test it and and if it holds up it holds up and that's a good thing we all win it's a it's a win-win for us all by us doing that so i i, I really don't i really, really told people you know get that and and um and just participate in that and stop taking things pers things personal if we you know address certain conclusions claims and 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 things like that so we gotta keep pushing, and that's what we represent as the Amara squad. So you, you know, we we kind of like the hated the hated group out out there. You uh -huh. know, people, <laughs> people call you know call yeah. us names or or um, they they just outright lie and say that we say things we don't say. Like oh, that's you the know. rule. That's the going rule. Just say something. Okay, I see Sister Nye is in the building. Amara squad up was good, Sister Nye. She ain't ready to be. She ain't ready to be shown yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Y'all keep talking real quick. <laughs> she <All> said, right. <laughs> "Keep talking real quick, man. That's a good build you on right there." And hold on, real fast. We're gonna be talking about uh, what you gonna be talking about, Ujao. Well, I mean, I'm 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 kind of uh just gonna expand on what you're gonna build on, uh, and I I'm, I just want to explain this taxonomy classification because of the recent conversations that I've been involved with. So I just want to go over that that uh, tonight. Okay. All right. So, you know, I'm going to be talking about that article and um, um, that article everybody's talking about. I'm going to deal with that. If you go to the uh, I'm a Raw Squad page, uh, you'll see the articles that we'll be dealing with. And Morocco, we're going to deal with that. But we're going to, we're going to go to the journals. We're not going to just, you know, go to the blogs. We're going to go to the journals, right? And we're gonna get straight into what they're actually saying, just like we did before, so we can make sure everything is straight, man. Um, yeah. man I love science because it's, it's, it's constantly learning. Go ahead, Ujao. All right, I'm just I'm just laughing at uh <laughs> this person, uh, pseudoside prevention hotline. <laughs> one eight hundred, <laughs> prove it. I like that. I like All right, that. hold on, y'all. Hold on one second. All right, I, I just uh keep on talking. Y'all know it. I'm MC Ireland. I have no problem talking, but um. So, yeah, I was just saying that, that you know, I just hope more and more people participate or, or get inspired by um, our conversations and uh, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube or whatever, just get inspired to get involved with with scholarship, period. You know, um, 
not to say that everybody's a scholar because and that's another thing we got we have to really respect the titles that that you know comes with this kind of work you know a scholar is a scholar because of a certain criteria you know a teacher is a teacher because of certain criteria you know the same way you know a king is a king a queen is a queen and so on and so forth but i just hope that our dialogues and our, our conversations inspire people to just research and and just want to know things and think critically and just don't take anything personal if you if you do research and you come to conclusions and you make your conclusions public whether it's on facebook or it's a uh article you upload on academia.com or or just pass it around whatever the case is and then your your conclusion is is looked at tested and criticized you, you just have to understand that that's part of the game that's part of the environment and and you know no one should take anything personal and i i see some people do that and and it and it just stagnates the progress you know um so this is something we have to understand so it's the claims it's how do you come to conclusions it's your methods people are going to question it. that's it it's like it's like it's like it's like this if you if you get into the boxing ring then it'll be silly for you to get mad if you get punched you know, like you go into the boxing ring with the understanding that somebody else is going to be punching at you, throwing punches at you. You either duck, but sometimes you get hit, you know, block, whatever, whatever. But if you get hit, you understand that that's part of it. So likewise, with with scholarship, you're going to get critiqued. You're going to get um, scrutinized. Now, obviously, there's a mature way and respectful way of doing all of that. And we got to get to that, too. So, you know, that's just what I wanted to kind of emphasize. Um, and I think that's what the Amara squad, you know, we, we, we're still a work in progress. And so, but I think that we are pushing more and more people to do that by having these conversations. You know, we hope that people raise the bar, keep the bar up there high and, and, you know, um, try to reach these higher goals in your scholarship and in, in your knowledge. So that's what we'll do. That's what we've been doing. And I think we need to do more of it because I'm telling you this, this pseudo movement is strong, you know, very, very strong. I mean, I mean, really. So we got to We got to keep it up. Got to keep it up. And people should be people should be worried. People should be worried about making their conclusions public. They should understand that. Wait a minute. Let me let me double check, triple check my work before I go public with this, because those guys over there, the Amarat squad and sisters over at the Amarat squad, man, they're going to be looking at it. And I know they're going to have something to say. So let me double check, triple check, quadruple check my work before I go public, before I make a YouTube video. Cause I know if my work crosses their eyes, man, you know, I might catch it. See, that's, that's what should be in people's minds and not just from the Amarat squad, but from everybody, you know, that's the attitude that we should have. We should just be, be mindful of that, you know, because our, our babies, our children are, are, are basically the, um, the recipients of this, you know, because right now we can understand, we can see clearly that the, insti the educational institutions, for whatever reasons, you know, it, it's failing our, our generations, you know, because of where we are today. Like people don't only want to read. People are, are making, making excuses not to read by saying uh, birds don't read lions don't read so why should we read you know nature natural you know and, and this and that and science is a a white man's thing i mean so 
that's very that's indicative of 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 where our mind is you know not everybody of course but but that's a that's a running theme in the in the in the community in our communities you know why you study the white man stuff oh man you know that's the white man's thing well let's do it like this i don't want to do it that way you know so we have to we have to slow that train down and, and put it in reverse so i don't know uh sister naya i know oh we got brother uh Sarimotep, uh in here as well so um uh hotep black african power Asarmotep and Sister Nye. I don't know if you were ready also, uh, Sister Nye, but Asarmotep, what's good? Peace and blessings. Just uh, getting in from the slave plantation, checking out uh, the feed. I'm <laughs> picking that cotton. Stop picking that cotton, man. Hey, I do what I got to do. <laughs> Black man is God. Black man is God. Yes, sir. Point the finger. All right, so yeah, man, we just dang. Why the hell my phone ringing, man? Let me let me turn this phone. Uh, sister Nia, you did you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Amara Squad, Voices of Fire, Sister Nia, in the building. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to have a theme song for Sister Nia, boy. <laughs> Nia Nia, whose voice is on fire. You know, we're gonna have to have you a. Today, with y'all, I don't have any more energy after a one hour conversation <laughs> making me use all my brain cells and all that stuff. Uh, no, but you know what? That's that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. See, people don't understand like people that watch the Amara Squad, uh, YouTube, the show, the blog talk, and the Facebook group, they don't realize that that you know, we're kind of like a different little, a different thing. Because people assume that just because all of us are on the Amara squad that we automatically agree or, you know, that we're some kind of Internet click that just ride with what, whatever anybody says. And that is so far from the truth. They don't realize that behind the scenes, we get on the phone, we get in private messages and we go at it. You know, so so that's what uh, for those who are listening, that's what uh, Sister Naya is talking about. We, we got mm -hmm. on the phone, me, Unc, Sister Naya. Uh, sister jackie and 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 man we we spent an hour just going back and forth back and forth pulling up pulling up things pulling up reading reading uh journals over the phone and stuff so and that's how you do it you know so <laughs> sister naya is a trip for y'all when she mad is y'all <laughs> He said, nobody gonna tell me what to do. This is my position, and that's just it. <laughs> you be like, yo, so you ain't on the squad no more? What? Yo, boy, I tell you, boy, the world we live in right now. Y'all like, want everybody to agree. <laughs> <I'm playing> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's healthy. See, this is healthy. This is healthy, man. It's real healthy. Conversation. Yeah. But I think why it, it's healthy because it, you know, help helps you to sharpen your skills because you know, I've had the conversation with Sinjeti before and that I had with you today, which is basically, you know, I have to explain more and stop, you know, invoking drama <laughs> and be more clear in the arguments that I have to explain and not just ignore the question and go my own direction, you know, and um, that's something I have to do a better job at. So I'll work on that in the next couple of 
Oh, no, nah, nah, don't worry, go you straight, yo. I promise you, yo. You just no, make but I have to every damn word. If someone makes a claim, I just can't ignore the claim. Uh, I gotta address it. I mean, yeah. you always get around to it. You don't do that. I mean, that's your way of swinging, though. You don't do that like that. <laughs> I just got to read that. Now, take me, instead of taking me two days to read all, because now I got to take a week because you're going to tack on me. So I'll be taking <laughs> a whole week. That's right. <laughs> so, a whole yeah. damn week, boy. Yeah. Because Naya, Naya will pull out these obscure paragraphs <laughs> out of a out of a journal like that that you just glazed over. She'll just home right in right on it. you like, hey, I didn't even know if that was there. You know, oh, yeah, CK boy, yeah, man, she get killed. All right, so listen, what did this one I want to do, man? Let me real fast, let me show you how we're going to do this, man. Um, I want to go to the Plank Max Plank Institute. Most of y'all don't even understand who that is or what institute that that's at in Germany. So, let me give you all the website, all right. Um, and it's the type, it's the type thing I do. You know, I know people be, I can't believe so many people be just talking about us, mentioning our names, mentioning my name, arguing over whether I'm a scholar. But nigga, I ain't never said I was a scholar. Let's get all that straight. And I don't want to get you crazy on this one because we're going to download this on the Amaral Squad channel, right? Um, but 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 I use scholarly information and I do understand what scholarship, scholarship is. And I am an author of a book. Right, so I'm thinking I'm doing a lot better than half of y'all out there just running y'all mouths. One thing I don't do, when when I don't when, when I'm not able to do certain things or are deficient in certain areas, this is what makes me better. Right, I will find people that's qualified to do that. Most people just want to run their mouth and argue and howl and scream. Right, so I had enough sense to get people around me that can do certain things that. I can't do so I can focus on what I like to do. Okay, so it is with this. Everybody's not going to be able to have that time to read that language, right? Everybody's not going to have uh, have that time to do a historical linguistic analysis. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to be able to do that. Everybody's not going to be able to read the painstaking articles dealing with evolution or reading the journals. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to be able to be a psychologist. You know, to, to, to read those types of informations, right? That that is the importance of having a, a scholarship team. Okay, a research team, right? That's that's the importance of having that. And that's what separates us from everybody else. I don't know why y'all just don't get that. You know what I mean? It, and and it baffles me, baffles me at times. But I like the fact that y'all keep our names in y'all mouths. Because that means y'all care. Whether you cussing us out, throwing shots and throwing shade, man, that's still all good, man. I like to say this and I'm gonna say it again, man. All damn press is good press. It's all good. All right. So let me put this in here, right? And you know, I want y'all to go ahead real fast. I should have put this on, I should have sent it. Hold on. I'm gonna put it in the YouTube link though. Y'all grab it. I'll, all the links I put out. Remember, I'm gonna have them on the um on the actual video. We put it up. There yeah, you go. So now I just get, yeah, I'm putting in the description. I'm gonna start doing that. All right. So, so are we, we reviewing the research article first, Unc? 
No, let's go to the let's go to the people that wrote it. Let's go to their institute first. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go there. I, that's why I wanted to go to the Max Planck. Put it in there. Hold on. There you go. All right, Max Planck Institute of of Evolutionary Anthropology. Okay, this particular institution, what you'll find is you'll find like uh, Pablo, he did a lot of work on Neanderthal. He was the first one to get that DNA out of Neanderthals. All right, that's the one who did that research. Right here, we're gonna deal with the news press release, right? June 7th, 2017, the first of our kind. It says, scientists discover the oldest homo sapien fossils at Jebel uh, Arud, Arud, Morocco. Huh? Can y'all you able to share your screen in, in, um, at the same time? Yeah, I'm gonna share that. I'm right, share it real quick. I'll do that real fast for y'all. All right, y'all see the screen? Yep, I can see this up. Okay, all right. So yeah, here we go. Scientists discover the oldest Homo sapien fossils at Jabil Al Hud, Morocco. It's a new find. New finds of fossils and stone tools from the archaeological site of Jabil Arhud, Morocco. Oh, by the way, whenever you hear the word Morocco at 300,000 years ago, there is no place called Morocco. All right, let's get all that straight. Lord Abadabba, do nice try. Cut out the shenanigans. Stop the pseudo ship. These people was not Moors. <laughs> I can't believe he tried that, man. Okay, push back the origins of our species. Listen to what they're saying. By 100,000 years and show that by about 300,000 years ago, important changes in our, in our biology and behavior had taken place across most of Africa. See, now, at this institute now, now they have to publish. So when they publish, right? Let's see where they published that. They published in the Journal of Nature. So you go to the Journal of Nature, right? If you go to the Real Black Atheist Science Club, right? There's a coupon in there to get this journal for a year. They will, you'll get 52 magazines. All right, let me show y'all something. I ain't trying. I don't want to show off on y'all, but. Let me show y'all what make the difference here, right? But you'll get 52 magazines and access to all their journals, all their publications going back to the 1900s, okay? This is important, and this is why I'm always beating y'all up, because y'all don't have the tools. And I believe, now I don't want to say what I believe, and I know if y'all had the tools, we wouldn't even argue over a lot of this stuff, because you would either spend your time reading it, you know what I'm saying, and then and then take time to understand just exactly what's going on. So if you hit that link, hit that link, it's gonna take you to the Journal of Nature, directly from the Max Planck Institute, all right? Matter of fact, it's two links in there. And each one of them take you to the Journal of Nature. One is the age of the hominid fossil from Jabil Arud, Morocco, and the origins of the Middle Stone Age, okay? That's one article. All right. The other article is by Hubbard, Hublin, right? 
It's entitled uh, The New Fossils from Jibril uh, Adhud, Morocco, and the Pan-African Origin of Homo Sapiens. You got to read these two articles, right? As a matter of fact, that's two, and there's one more you got to read. So it wasn't just the one article that everybody jumped on. It wasn't just that. All right? That's where most people get lost. There's actually three of them. Hold on. I got the one. Let me see. Hold on. Let me find that one. One second. Let me get the third one. And then I'm going to actually show you all the magazine. Hold on. See if I can get the third one. Uh, I know y'all can see, see, still see my screen. But hold on one second. Let me get the, the one, the two. Um, let me say, nope. Man, I gotta have this one. This is one I want to read. Read from the origin of our species. One second. Uh, hold on, y'all want to add something there real quick? Yo, while I find this, let me take off my screen real quick, and I'm gonna get the actual one I want to read to y'all. Anybody want to add something real fast? Okay. Um. One second. Let me find the one I want to read from. Oh, let me here. Y'all see the magazine real quick? Can you see this? Now we just see your. Uh, All right, hold on. Y'all see this? Here you go. This is the actual magazine. So I'm not even why. Why? This is the actual publication. My fault. It's more than just a magazine. It's an actual publication. All right. So they're publishing this. This is uh, the International Weekly Journal of Science, Nature, Human Origins. Right. Morocco remains pushback date for emergence of Homo sapiens. Page three twelve. Page two eighty nine and 239 and it's three different articles and the one i want to read from is this one of uh, the origin of our species right here all right and this is all based off of right um hey Ujau, do you got the article that everybody was pushing around do you have that one because that's not even you know that's just the blog um, you know, we don't even deal. I got it. Here y'all go right here. Here. Let me show y'all something right here, man. All right. I'm thinking this is an okay site right here. This is this is this is the Guardian. This ain't even like it, when you're doing this kind of work, you ain't even gonna deal with the Guardian. That ain't where you if you sitting there reading out the Guardian, right? You tripping. I mean, if you're gonna be serious in a study. So blog, this ain't what you do. Here you go, right here. Here's one for you. All right, y'all see my screen? Right. Hey, right here. The oldest Homo sapien bones ever found shake foundation of human story. All right. First of all, they've been found these bones back. I'm thinking like back in 1939. That's one thing y'all gotta know about science. They'll find stuff, man, and put it on the shelf until they're able to date it right, until the technology catch up that allows them to kind of find the finds, right? Okay, the idea, and it says the idea that modern humans evolved in East Africa 200,000 years ago, challenged, challenged by extraordinary discovery of 300,000 years 
year-old remains in Morocco mine. And matter of fact, it ain't a mine. It was a cave. So for all y'all don't like the fact that that black people were in caves, here you go right there. They found that in caves. Now, it's no longer a cave because when they was in that area building, they kind of knocked, took the shelf off the cave, took the top off, all right? So yeah, we got black people in a cave. I just want y'all to know that while we talking. But anyway, uh, this particular article, this is not this is not something I would read. This is not something I would personally bring to community. But the community actually will push this article right here, right? What I do is I go straight to the links. If it's a serious article or a decent article, they're going to at least take you to the links. And so you got links all through this article, right? Look to it. All right. They highlight it, all links. See, published in Nature on Wednesday. All right. The first, the first of the two papers were published, so it was three papers written on the subject. So hold on. So basically, me personally, right, this is not what I would bring y'all. At this point, I don't think this is bad, but they use some language in here to kind of throw you, right? You would ha ha have to actually uh, go to the article itself to kind of get a determination of what's going on. Uh, let me see. Uh, archaeologists unearthed the bones of at least five people at Jabril at a, a former pirate uh, mine, 100 kilometers west of Makurish, uh, in excavations that lasted years. Uh, they knew the remains were old, but were stunned when dating tests <laughs> revealed that <laughs> a tooth and stone tombs found with the bones were about 300,000 years ago. All right. And so it's kind of got everybody, okay, but they changed it, the origin of this, origin of that, right? And, you know, and they, and they constantly use the word human here. So, like, anybody that's been following us, we already know. Just because we see the word human, you know what I'm saying? The next question is, well, okay, um, what humans are you talking about? Homo neanderthal are humans. Homo erectus is a uh, human. Uh, Homo agastar, right? Humans. They're all humans. Archaic humans. So whenever they're talking about us, us on this panel, us listening, pay attention now. Whenever they're talking about us, right, they will use the word modern humans. Let me say this again. Whenever they're, whenever they're talking about us directly, right, they will use the word modern, okay, modern humans. So if they say homo sapien, now you got to say, well, are they talking about archaic homo sapiens? Are they talking about modern homo sapiens? Look for the word modern, and then they're talking about you. So this particular article at Morocco's site is not talking about Modern humans. Here we go again. And I'm going to show you. Let me go to the. Go, you want to add something real quick, Ujao? I got to find a daggone thing. Um, no, actually, you know, I'm going to wait till you um, finish because I, because uh, I'm, I'm, when I go over the taxonomy uh, hierarchical classifications, then I think, I think it will um, kind of highlight what you're saying. Um, mm. But I, you know, I'll wait for that. All right. I don't want you to wait, though. Huh? I but should be just pull this right on up. I cannot believe that, man. Let me see, man. 
don't know how that just disappeared. Let me see. Hold on. I type this in. I think I think that's worth uh, reiterating though, what you just said though, because people uh, and plus um, shout out to Six Dynasty in the chat room in the chat. Uh, he made he he uh, said a point. He made a point. He said if if you don't read the articles themselves, then the titles can be misleading. And that's and that's very true. We saw that we saw that with the previous article that we kind of went over on the last hangout, where where the title, you know, because when you're writing when you're writing, um, you know, news stories, blogs, and things like that, you want to put a title out there that's going to catch people's attention. So you know, you got creative license. You got you know, you want to exaggerate, and you know, get creative with it. So it's really really good to read the full articles. Um, about with these blogs even if it's a blog you know, or whatnot and definitely definitely stay away from satire websites or just understand that if you're reading a set a, a website that has satire and stuff like that just know that that's what you're reading because I've, I've seen people post up links of of some satire but then they'll post it as if it's all wise right and exact literal and and everything and it just causes an uproar but then you go you read you go i click on the link read it then I go to the bottom of the website. It says this this website is is uh, you know meant to be a satire, da da da, you know whatever the case is. So just keep all that stuff in mind and just be thorough. That's it. <clears throat> just keep all that in mind and just be thorough. Yeah, that's a fact. I cannot believe you. I cannot find this man. I'm just reading from that man. I want to read from. I want to actually pull it up. So y'all can follow me on that, man. God dang, boy. Well, you posted it in the group. I mean, and I'm did a, I post that one? Yeah, the actual. So you just go, so really, you gonna just sit there and let me do, look for that one, and it's right there. That's how we doing it now. Okay. Well, I was eating a salad, so. Okay, let's see how we doing it now. Oh, you posted it in the in the um, Facebook group. Yeah, I believe I did, you but posted. damn, I had it right here. Though I should have had it right here. Is it the Amara squad? Damn, boy. Yeah, it's the origin on the origin of our species. That's the one I posted in there. Uh, must have went down there, huh? You got it now. Well, you posted the one, the actual research paper regarding right. the fossil record they found in morocco is that the one you're looking for it's entitled on the origin of species let me just um okay well quick just well, so you can see what i see all right um, well oh, okay is this the one you're looking for Unc? where is this the article new fossils from jabel around morocco uh, Nah, nope, 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 nope. Let me see. Let me see. I see what you got. That ain't the one. All right. Well, listen, Uncle. While you're looking for it, um, let me just straighten out one thing at least. Um, and, I got it. I got it. Well, go ahead and straighten it out. Go ahead. Go ahead and straighten it out. Okay, just real quick. Um, that I got into a, a conversation about, uh, you know, about evolution and and like you you mentioned, you said Homo neanderthalus, uh, Homo um erectus and so on and so forth and when when those terms are brought up some people not everybody but some people look at the word homo to mean uh all of a sudden it kind of sparks homosexuality like homo homo in that sense of homosexuality and things like that 
But what people have to understand is that the word homo in the in the in the word homo sapien or in the words homo sapien and homo erectus and homo neanderthalus and stuff like that, that's a different homo word homo than the word homo or the prefix homo in the word homosexual. Real fast, Ujjal, what is that called in the English language, brother? Well, they call it a, a homonym. Mm -hmm. when, when do you want to look it up? Do you want to look that up? Because this is for Maru of the Dagger Squad. <laughs> I see you. Even even the very word homonym, homonym, mm -hmm. and homograph, mm -hmm. and homophone, that, that is a certain uh, sense of the word homo, which means same. It means It basically means same or alike. So when you mm -hmm. say homosexual, you're saying same sex, you mm -hmm. know, basically. And and there, but there's a totally different word homo that means person or man, but they're spelled alike and they sound alike. Mm -hmm. And so people have to understand that this is how languages work. It, it literally means wise man. Yes, homo sapien means wise man. Wise men. I don't know why they left out the women, but you know that's how Europeans do shit, right? All right. Wise, maybe because they, because the first thing they want, one of the files they found was male or something like that. But they is called wise man, not homosexual man, Maru. Cut out the shenanigans. But you gotta right? remember, you gotta remember that man is neutral in Indo-European, and and can refer to. Uh, I guess we would say the species, man, okay. and so that, that's what it—that's what it means. So the uh, man, the species, and man, male gender is basically a a, a, a homonym as well. But man is generally um, a, a word for a, a neutral term just for human being. Mm, okay, yeah. hey, that's that's on point because you know um, uh, another scientist. I forgot who said it, but I recently saw this in a video. I think it was uh, either. Uh, Richard Dawkins or Neil deGrasse Tyson, who talked about the word mankind, he said that the idea behind even using it was because of the manual, the manual aspect of, of the opposed thumb and the hands to be able to use your hands and arms. It was speaking about that, the species that the, the type of creature that can that can do that. So so it wasn't gender specific at originally, like how uh, Saul was saying, it was talking about the, the kind, you know, mm -hmm. Same boy. See how we do that shit right there, boy. The manual kind, not the man, male. And Wujawu, what is the homonym again? I don't have your book in front of me. Uh, well, a, a homonym is a word that um you got homograph, which are words that are spelled alike. And then you have homophone words that are that uh sound alike. Then you have homonyms, which are words that um that look alike and sound alike. But they have different meanings. So homo in in the word homosexual is a different word than homo in the word in the phrase homo sapien. And so that's what people have to understand. So so um, when I mentioned it to the brother Maru, he said, I'm not homo anything. I said, look, I'm, nobody's calling you a homosexual. You know, we, we're homo uh, sapiens, hom actually homo sapiens sapiens. And so some people take issue to that wrongly so we got to clean that up that's what i'm saying we man we 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 get mad at the wrong things <laughs> you know i just expect more from a member of the dagger squad that we shouldn't be having those types of arguments you know I, just like alan i just expect more out you alan 
know what I'm saying? You need you need to calm down, man. Cause I got you tomorrow, yo, on the real black atheist show. All right, me and you, bro. We're gonna have this real discussion. You always want to talk about the atheism and all that. Yeah, we're gonna have that serious discussion. I, I I'm just trying to figure out. I, I don't understand why people that are supposed to be dedicated to the struggle call themselves conscious, right? And I'm saying in, in this particular uh, day and time, right? This all up on YouTube, all up in New York, right? Yapping about black people. Why in the hell do you feel a need, Alan, to defend monotheism? Why are you worried about if I'm calling myself this or calling myself that, if I'm a real black 80s, black 80s, purple 80s, why, are you, why does that word strike such a, a chord with you? I'll tell you why. Because you're still holding on, right, to the slave master's ideas and concepts that have governed your mind. That's why. That it is the most craziest outlandish thing I've ever heard. I thought part of our coming into awareness is the first thing you recognize is that Christianity, Islam, and Judaism was absolutely a tool used to enslave African people. Like, I thought that was the first thing we learned. I mean, damn, you could be in Malachi Yours class. You know what I mean? You could be in Bobby Hemmings class, Phil Valentine, Dr. Ben, John Hemmings. You could be in all that class. And everybody already know off, off rip, right? that it was Christianity and Islam and Judaism all in cahoots that enslaved African people. So that should be an easy one to say, I'm gonna get away from that. That has to be the first thing you think about. That has nothing to do with how you feel about what creates on regular occurrences or, 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 or what ideas and concepts did Nile Valley Africans or Ghanaians or East West Africans and how they were expressing what they were learning from nature or what they figured nature out with. That ain't got nothing to do with that. It's a political statement against the state sponsored religions. And I say it a million daggone times. I'm starting to think that Alan is retarded. I'm starting to think that Maru is slightly gone. You're missing, you're missing something, Maru. Even that or you be playing. Crazy to me, man. Let me move on, man. All right? Because I can't keep running. I can't keep ignoring that. I'm not going to keep ignoring that. Because I expect more out of Alan Maru. I just expect more. I do. They're not supposed to be like the regular people making the dumb, crazy arguments against evolution. You're not supposed to be doing that, Alan. You're supposed to read. Um, send me this to read. Certain touch. We're paid. That's how we do that. We don't continue go on and on and on and back and forth, man. We're in the family, bro. If you got a discrepancy, man, don't come at me with the foolery, man. You know what I'm saying? The disrespect. Come on, man. Maru howling, screaming at you, at you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just dumb, Ujjow. Like, come on, man. That ain't what we doing, man. We ain't doing that. You know what? And and the thing is, just real quick though, during that conversation, I actually said that that about Maru because Maru, I, you know, I don't know Maru, but Maru is, is a very very energetic and and man, he like, just don't let people he just don't let people talk. So hopefully yeah, people crazy. and learn. But anyway, so worse than me. <laughs> my my whole thing when I when I get in conversation like that, I I I'm concerned about the listeners. I'm concerned about because like 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 if 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 me and you or me and Maru or me and Naya or me and anybody 
is going to have a conversation one-on-one, then that, that's just between one-on-one. But when you have an audience, people listening, now you, you have to be concerned. So if, if two people try to talk at the same time, you got to ask yourself, what, what, are, what are people hearing? They can't hear us. They can't hear two people. It's, you know, it's a disservice to the other people. And that's where I take issue. Like I have no problem with Maru. Like matter of fact, I, I enjoy the that kind of interaction outside of being cut off and and not being able to talk. We 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 at least have to have that bare minimum. And yeah, and, and uh people will learn from it. You know, he'll know that homo doesn't mean homosexual. And and I'm like, man, I'm beginning to mean it. He's talking about the word analyze. Like, for example, he'll take the word analyze, the word analyst and analyze, and he'll say that's anal something. And then yeah. he'll take he'll take the word uh, therapist and yeah. say the rapist. And he'll take the word uh, assume or assumption and say as. So I was like, Maru, you know, man, are you are you kind of telling on yourself? Like yeah. you got homo, you got angel, <laughs> you got ass. Like Maru is very interesting. He basically told me that the entire Latin, the entire language is you can connect it to some type of sexual act. Yeah, so that's why you're saying therapist, rapist, you know, it's like the whole language. So really? Like I see though. Oh, man. It's more like a cultural, um, a cultural comparison with the language. Interesting. <laughs> no, that's like tell our vision, yo. Hey, tell our vision. Yeah, li- remember the word library means uh where lies are buried. See, good see stuff <laughs> stuff like that is good. Stuff like that is good for for like maybe uh rap lyrics and stuff because you can play with word. That's wordplay. You could play and that's and that's very creative. But you know, it's, it don't have a place in in you know real communication of scientific ideas that's that's just out the out the window but anyway so what's up you ready you uh you got all right man look i'm gonna be look all right let's do this man let's let's do this real quick all right (laughs) yeah we're funny you and alan man y'all too man y'all two guys man man they in the family trip all y'all see that right i'm gonna start right here this is called, this is called um, On the Origins of the Species. This is actually in this magazine right here, not the, mag- the, the publication that I showed y'all earlier, right? All right. Um, drop that link real quick for y'all. Y'all can work with me. And, and so what I, I, I think real fast, what I, what, I, what I wanted to show off the bat is that um, right off the rip, that those blogs are aren't even giving you the access that you need to the authors of the publications. You need to get to where the stuff is written from. That needs to be one of the things that we focus on whenever we see these articles that come out. Stay, you know what I'm saying? Blogs are cool, right? And depending on who writing them, but when you get into the real nitty gritty, you absolutely positively Oh, here's a YouTube channel. Y'all can see that, right? Action Street. Streets Media, man. All right. You absolutely have to get to the... Man, I want to say something to that, too, what you said earlier. 
Yeah, you absolutely gotta get to the real publications, man, to really get it right, man. All right, there you go. All right, there you go. All right, go ahead. What was you ready to say, Joe? No, I mean, that's going to change. So I just, you know, what you said earlier about what the brother quoted from um, the good professor, Walter Williams. Uh, no, go ahead. What do we say? What do you want to say about that? Yeah, if he if he's saying um, what, read, just read, read what he said real quick again, because it's, it's, it's a real it's a real fast answer. <laughs> the video should be coming out. We can make a response to that. Because if he if he's asking the question, he's saying he's saying uh, Professor Williams is still wondering how do you how do you get sounds? Is a yeah? He just asked the question. Yeah, how do you get sounds? Yeah, not even to symbols. Well, that's that's explained. good. That's explained in the book. But just real quick, I just want people to understand what what is being asked. Um, I hope everybody realizes. He said right here. He gave he gave the scholarship high pr praise, right? Uh, he just he's just questioning how you decipher sounds from the symbols. Okay, he he okay, but when people ask that question, they have to realize that that when we're when we write English, that those characters that we're using to write English is the Latin script, and mm -hmm. though and those are symbols. Mm -hmm. So if if we can use symbols. And assign symbols a a uh, phone, which is a sound. Then, and we do it every day, all day. I I'm just I'm just kind of puzzled at at why people don't think that Africans can do it with symbols. Is the and I and I and I know why, because really the bottom line comes down to the 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 choice that the, of the symbols being used. Because see, the English alphabet, uh, which is really the Latin script those characters don't look like things in our environment but because the sesh metal nature or the hieroglyphs the symbols themselves are inspired by things in the environment our, our minds are not making that connection so when we see an elephant as a symbol then we our minds are thinking elephant and it's not thinking of a sound so that that's why people are having a hard time with that and we just got to get over it so if he asked the question formally I, we explain that in the book that that all this is explained in the book but you know but it's a real quick thing because our english alphabet we got 26 characters in the english alphabet each one of those characters are symbols so how is it that we can assign a sound to those symbols but yet we can't assign assign a sound to other symbols that that makes absolutely no sense mm. wow well, there you have it i know y'all detail in the book i'm pretty sure you can find what page that's on right yeah, I, i'll come back with the page number okay so watch this i'm sure i showed y'all the article now it says the fossil remains hold on, let me show you again there you go all right article i'm gonna come right here yeah it says the fossils the fossil remains right uh indicate that early modern human i mean homo sapiens were present Man, what is that? We're present in Africa from about 200,000 years ago, and these individuals had an anatomy similar to that of humans today. All right, say this again. All right, the fossil remains indicate that early modern Homo sapiens were present in Africa from about 
200,000 years ago, and these individuals had an anatomy similar to that of humans today. However, DNA analysis of living people and fossils suggests that our lineage diverged, diverged, right, from that of our close relatives, the Eurasian Neanderthals and Indenisovans, more than 500,000 years ago. Now, let's stop for a minute. It's saying diverged, like they split off from the same thing. Whatever it was, right, it diverged from that. So Dinosovan and Neanderthal, Eurasian Neanderthal, diverged from the same thing that modern humans diverged from. Need to get all that clear and straight. It's a considerably earlier than the first recognizable early modern Homo sapiens. Okay, this could imply that early members of Homo sapien lineage existed that had features predating the emergence of the full suit of modern skeleton traits and that instead had a preponderance of archaic, primitive rather than modern features. Until now, it has been difficult to identify such fossils. Now watch this. Human fossils were recovered from Jabal Adhud, Morocco, in Northwest Africa. It's a, in 1961 and 1962, Alongside stone tools described, described as monasterian, that's the type of tool assemblages. It's a, a name given to artifacts associated with Neanderthal sites. It's a given a popular view at the time that modern humans had evolved from Neanderthal ancestors. And let me freeze for a minute. There's a book by Michael Bradley that John Henry Clark say, read that book. And in this book, he was talking about the Iceman inherited, and he was saying that white people came from Neanderthal. So that's kind of where we getting that from. I'm gonna say this again, Michael Bradley, the great John Henry Clark, right? Uh, you know, he was like, read that book, Iceman inherited, right? But 2017, nobody says, right? Nobody says that any human Homo sapiens sapiens or Homo sapiens evolved from Neanderthal. Okay, that idea has been falsified. I'm gonna read it again, given a popular view at the time that modern humans had evolved from Neanderthal ancestors, a now falsified idea. These fossils were called African Neanderthals. It's a, they were estimated to be about 40,000 years old. Size and shape analysis of the fossils in the 1970s indicated that one skull had a fracture had a facial structure that was quite distinct from that of Neanderthals and more closely resembled that of Homo sapiens. However, because it was thought to be a comparatively young fossil, it was not considered as a potential ancestor of later Homo sapiens. Y'all can rewind this and hear this again when I'm saying, I watch this. Now, I can look at these particular uh, fossils, right? These bones right here, cranial, right? And I know the difference between a Neanderthal, right? Early Neanderthal, archaic Homo sapien, and a Homo sapien. Because look, I don't know if y'all can see my point. Can, can you see this, Ujau? Ujau? Uh, I did. I, I see, yeah, I can see your cursor. Wait a minute. See yeah. cursor? Yep. See, but most people looking at this don't know what they're looking at. A, B, C, D. It's the front view, the side view. Y'all have no idea what these is. 
That's why when I went into uh, the museum in New York of natural history, right, the anthropologists that was there, you know, they was kind of amazed that I could pick up the scar and say, yeah, that's a Neanderthal scar. That's, nope, that's a such and such, a such and such. They were surprised because I'm, I'm reading, I'm studying. These are distinctly different shapes right here. Now that I'm bringing it to your attention, y'all can actually see that. Let me see if I can make it a little bit bigger for you. See? It's clear, right? So let's see what A is, right? Watch this. This is how anthropologists and paleontologists look and classify certain skulls, right? It says structural differences in ancient skulls can illuminate evolutionary steps, right? It's a replica cast of the original skulls are shown. A, now that's the A skull right there. It's a A skull found in Cima de los Husos, Spain, that is around 430,000 years old. It says, it's thought to represent an early form of Neanderthal. The Cima cranium exhibit exhibits some traits observed in more recent Neanderthals. It's a such as the characteristic Neanderthal brow ridge shape, but also retains some more ancestral features not seen in later Neanderthals, such as the broader face and the smaller average brain size. Now B, here go B. An approximate 60,000, 40,000 year old skull from, from La Frenzy, what is this? La Ferenci, France is an example of a late Neanderthal, Hublin, right? And Richard, and, and Richard. It's a report approximately 350,000 to 350,000, no, C, hold on, my fault. Now C, here go C, right here. That's the one they found at, at, at Morocco, right here, C. Let's read and see what C is. This is going to sum it all up for y'all. C, Hubble and Richard report approximately 350,000 to 280,000 year old fossil from Jabal Al Hood in Morocco that could represent an early stage. This is important. And damn it. That could represent an early stage i'm gonna say this again that could represent an early stage in homo sapiens evolution so if you're one of them people like lord abadabadu and alan the boomerang dagger itself <laughs> if you're one of those guys that aren't even accepting evolution why are you even talking about this you're talking about this based off your ignorance of the subject matter. Because looking at these fossils, these bones, it's actually exhibiting evolution. It's another piece of the puzzle. So it says Zabil Arit in Morocco that could represent an early stage of Homo sapiens evolution. It says the facial shape of of a Jabil Luke fossil previously discovered at the site shows similarities to the structure of more modern humans. We are modern humans. 
Okay, so it's saying the facial structure shows more similarities to modern humans. So they had a modern human face. Now watch this. Such as the presence of delicate cheekbones. It says, however, the shape of the brain case. Now this is what's important. The shape of the brain case, the section of skull enclosing the brain, is archaic in form. Here you go. Right here. That, from there to there, the part that encases the brain is more archaic than this one. Now, what is this one? What is D? D, approximately 20,000-year-old Homo sapien fossil. So this is a modern Homo sapien fossil, D. Do you now see the shape difference between the two? This is what paleontologists look at. You got to know what you're looking at. You got to understand bones, and this is the damn study. If you do not understand this study, you can't come howling and screaming at unk because this is what I do. I study bones. I study the shape of bones, the study of cranial. This is what I do. It's clearly, now that you're looking at it, it's clearly different shapes, and that is the difference. These are more robust features, you can see it, than the modern. So no, that particular article wasn't even talking about the modern uh, Homo sapiens. It was really talking about us, the archaic Homo sapiens. They had the same facial structure, but different cranial structures, right? And it was basically saying that 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 this is what we was transforming from. And you can find different aspects of this all over Africa different parts that would later on become modern Homo sapiens sapiens. So they call it a pan-African origin of Homo sapiens sapiens. Would y'all like to add anything to that? And I know I don't want to talk y'all to death. That's basically where we at with that. I just kind of want to put that there so we can get a broader view of what's really going on with that particular article. Most people ain't even getting that, but I'm going to let you know I get it and I clearly understand that, man. So I'm telling y'all, in the real black atheist science club right you can get 52 of these for 60 dollars. you can't beat that man here you go this is the real work you want to read on the subject matter right here this is the publication that people from around the world publish in you want to add something Ujau? uh i just i just hope that's clear you know um Damn, I and, uh, the only thing i'm gonna add i want to add is a breakdown on this taxonomy uh put it out there for people to understand it's it's information that's readily available but you know i just want to kind of touch on it um so i, I you know i'll wait till you you uh finish up but that's but but that's important archaic human and anatomically modern humans are different and they're distinguished so really what you're saying let me ask you this or or uh ask you this question uh in terms of homo sapiens sapien which is what modern uh humans are us that's what we are um that shows signs that even within the continent of africa there was some uh mixtures between the archaic humans that actually produced the homo sapiens sapiens is that true uh, absolutely positively facts and there's more information brought to light more fossils found see i knew this about five years ago i understood that what they're trying to piece together now is that they had a network like we know the sahara wasn't always a desert the sahara literally means desert right but they know 
that based off of the wobble to the earth and the return of the monsoon rains, that the Sahara area was plush green. And what they're starting to realize is that it was a network of archaic humans. This is what I'm saying, archaic humans, right? That traversed back and forth. And they noticed about, they noticed because of certain shells that they was finding that's, that, that's not even supposed to be in a certain place in that place. How to get that? Human beings uh, uh moved those shells. And I, I and I forgot the name of the shells, but they actually had trade networks, archaic humans. Hey, but um, before let me interrupt you real quick. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, I don't know if on this channel <laughs> you assign moderators. Uh, and whatnot, but I think we need a couple of moderators um, for the for the chat. Uh, some people, you know, who not even man, part of the conversation, not not even not man. even these people. Some some like I mean, why, man? I mean, why? What's the point, man? You know, I don't even like filtering out people, man. I, I basically like just have a good time. If you get too slick, just cut your motherfucking ass out. See, I'm not even understanding why. No, I'm talking about why people people who are like like trolls on steroids not even not even talking about the subject matter whatsoever i know, know why so. though but why hey i told you you know I'm, nah, like, man, I'm not trying to sit up and just throw people out there like that you know what i'm saying like i want to hear what you guys say oh plus we got a calling number so if you if you that slick why don't you just hit the calling number no you understand the, there's some people in there that's i got you trying to get it you ain't your oh. mind where you at you in there yeah i'm in there but i'm not a moderator but i'm saying i know where you at let me tell you, I'll type something. Because if you've seen him, kick who out, Kevin Moore? Yeah, make me a moderator. Yeah, boy. Look out now. <laughs> I got the itchy finger. <laughs> ah. Ah. Yeah, Monica. Monica, my Hold on, Jack. Hold on. Yeah. You saw you saw what I put. I seen. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't want. I just want to. Yeah, just crazy. What they that. say? What What was they saying? What's the person name? I'm talking about something not even related to the to the um to the subject. Man, I can't oh. even believe you. I think it was Rich Young. But anyway, like, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't like kicking people out, but I mean, Dag, you know, stay on the topic, stay on the subject. Don't October fifth, they say the page has unk was as the owners of October fifteenth. Is that the one? What are they talking about? <laughs> they say, what are you looking for? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, man! Ah, they take the fun out of the shit, man. It was a question. Where the question at, Mo? Brother, truth or story? Where's the question? All right, there we go. See the question? I don't see the. I don't see the. Um, the question. Oh, we got Meru is in the house, and I think Brother yeah, Allen right. is in the house. All right, so listen. So all right, so let me let you. Let me. So so let so. So can I go over this um, taxonomy? Yeah. Then we can get back to. We can get on Maru and uh and Allen. Cause I expect more out of y'all, man. All right, so let me um all right, I'm gonna share my screen. You don't want to put the calling number in there? Yeah, after I share after I do this. All right. 
Uh oh, Jackie's in the house. Uh oh, uh oh, y'all in trouble now, boy. Y'all in trouble. Be you get, you get Jackie and and Naya Naya with voices on fire in the same in the same hangout. Oh man, Jackie, I'm moderated too. Don't get too slick. All right, so let me. I'm gonna share my screen. Let me get this up. Alan is done. Alan, I just expect more out of you, man. Being on the Dagger Squad, I expect you to take a real scientific approach and look at the situation, bro. I really do, man. You're not just supposed to be a regular old dude running around looking crazy, yo. All right, how about now? Can you see my screen? I just expect more out of that. I, hold on. You might have to lock it on me. Can you see it? I was looking in the chat room. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Okay, all right. So let me, I'm just going to run this down real quick. And I want people to uh, just listen up. Now, mind you, all of this information is available at your fingertips. You can actually Google this, uh, Wikipedia, and the whole nine. All right. I'm just, I'm just basically summarizing it and bringing it into a, um, a couple of slides to share. All right. So what I'm dealing with is called taxonomy. All right. And so what you see on the screen right now is the general definition that you can find in any dictionary on taxonomy. So the first uh, meaning, the first definition given is that it is the science or technique of classification. Number two, a, a classification into ordered categories, a proposed taxonomy of educational objectives. Or three, in biology, which is the science dealing with the description, identification, naming, and classification of organisms. So if you notice, I have all three of those definitions, the word classification underlined. So the theme or at the heart of what taxonomy is all about is the um, endeavor of classifying things. All right. So let me go to the next. If it will let me go to the next slide. Oh, there we go. Okay. So now, um, just to continue on. So the exact definition of taxonomy varies from source to source, but but the core of the discipline remains the conception, naming, and classification of groups of organisms. All right. So again, that just uh, reemphasizes what I just said. Now, how is it applied? The application of taxonomy, the work carried out by taxonomists, is crucial for the understanding of biology in general. Two fields of applied biology in which taxonomic work is of fundamental importance are the studies of biodiversity and conservation. Without a working classification of organisms in any given area, estimating the amount of diversity present is unrealistic, making informed conservation decisions impossible. So, so in other words, basically, we have to have a way of classifying things because the whole point of us doing so is to, is to distinguish sameness versus diverseness or diversity versus sameness. And if we don't have a way of classifying things and a criteria for it, then we can't have an intelligent conversation about it whatsoever. We can't, you know, we can't study it and analyze it. All right. So that's what taxonomy brings to the table. All right. Next. OK, so now what you see on the screen on the left hand side over here is a diagram of the hierarchy 
of the levels in the taxonomic uh, classification system. Okay, so it starts off at life. That's pretty much self-explanatory. So you, that's why it's blank right next to it. Uh, then you have domain. Then you have kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and then species. So just real quick, I'll just read a couple of them of what they are. So we have uh, domain. Um, according to the uh, Wolf's system introduced in 1990, the tree of life or the biology consists of three domains called archaea, bacteria, and eukarya. All right. So those are the three domains of life. And then in within those domains, you have kingdoms. So a kingdom is a division into smaller groups called uh, kingdoms are themselves divided into smaller groups called phyla, which you see at the at the next level down. Traditionally, textbooks from the United States use a system of six kingdoms. So these kingdoms would include Amamilia, Plantae, Fungi, uh, Protista, Archaea, and Archaea bacteria, and then bacteria, Eubacteria. Those are the six kingdoms, all right? And then Phylum. Uh, so now the animal, for example, the animal kingdom, so we have the animal kingdom uh, of Animalia, or metazoa contains approximately 35 phyla. The plant kingdom or plantae uh, contains about 12 phyla. And then the fungus kingdom or fungi contains about seven phyla. So you can see that the further down you come, the more detail you get in, into your descriptions of, of this classification. So if you start at the bottom and going upwards, then the more vague and more broad your criteria is. And, and if you start from the top coming down, the more detailed or the more um, uh, sensitive that your criteria becomes. All right. So that's the point I want to point out. I'm not going to read them all, but I want to point that out. I do want to read um, the species one, the genus. So within families, we have uh, genera, which is plural for genus. So in the bi binominal Nomenclature, the genus name forms the first part of a, of a binomial species name for each species within the genus. Genus. All right. And you're going you're gonna to see what that means in a second. Species. A species is often defined as the largest group of organisms in which two individuals can reproduce fertile offspring, typically by sexual reproduction. So it's from, it's from this kind of idea that we get what's called speci speciation where organisms start to split and become isolated uh, so much so that they can no longer reproduce viable offspring and therefore they get classed as a different species. Okay. Now going to the next one. Oh, hold on. Let's go run that, run that again real fast because we had a question in the room and they was basically saying that they was confused because wouldn't two homo sapiens sapiens have to meet, have to make, right? This truthful story. They say, wouldn't you homo sapiens sapiens have to, to make to make a homo sapiens sapien? Give them that good old understanding on that, Ojao. That you're yeah. what? You're what? You're basically what? Okay. Uh, all right. So hold, but hold that thought though, because I'm I'm gonna answer that. But let me, because right. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna, build, I'm gonna build up to that. So, okay. Um. So now on the screen, I have the same diagram. 
but now this diagram is now is now specifically uh showing the hierarchy for homo sapiens sapien this is anatomically modern human beings this is what all living human beings on the planet are today okay this is the breakdown of the taxonomy um classification so homo sapiens sapiens would be the subspecies so so this word over here would be down here at the bottom under subspecies all right so let's work our way uh upward from down up so we're homo sapiens sapiens we are of the species homo sapiens the genus is called homo and i'm gonna go back real quick now remember re remember when i when i when i read genus it says the binomial nomenclature in binomial nomenclature the genus name forms the first part of the binomial uh, species name for each species within the genus. So now let's go back down. This is why the genus is always prefaced on the species. That's why you have Homo sapien, Homo neanderthalus, Homo erectus. This word Homo simply means man. It doesn't mean homosexual or anything like that. It means man. So this this particular word would be equivalent in the in the regular layperson's way of saying humans. So that's why Unc said earlier, just because they say human, just because you read an article or blog that says humans, you got to be specific, because all of those in the genus of Homo are human being are humans. All right. So now I'm gonna keep going. Uh, so now we are Homo sapiens sapien of the species Homo sapiens. We're of the genus Homo. And as Homo, we are of the family called hominidae, which is like hominid. And as hominids, we are of the order of primates. And as primates, we are a kind of mammal. Okay, because there's different kinds of mammals, primates being a type of mammal. There's other types of mammals as well. All right, like dogs are not primates but they are mammals so as you can see the further i go up the more broad the descriptions and the criteria becomes all right all the way to life and life is the most broadest <laughs> uh description is like any you know between animate and inanimate uh things in, in in you know on the planet all right so let me go on hey, real quick um um joe real fast uh-huh uh homo neanderthal they're in the homogeneous family so so what does that mean based off of what you're reading right there because they asked me so what what is the you know what what would the um neanderthal be remember neanderthal was able to mate with the homo sapiens say they was in the same genius you want to kind of use the taxon system where would neanderthals fall well ne neanderthals would be at the level now remember the, these different colors and these mushroom looking things this this diagram is telling you the the a level a hierarchical level so homo neanderthal would be on the level of species so homo neanderthal is a species within the genus of homo mm -hmm. so that's that's where they would fall they would fall they would fall next to homo sapien along this line right here so they, they would be at the at the at the detailed level of species mm -hmm. all right so remember the, the further down we go the more detail that we are relying on criteria so much so that if we go too far down it becomes it becomes um blurry and this is where the problem 
of race comes in but that's a that you know save that for later all right so let's um i want to keep going so now now i just want to go over a few of these things uh of what they mean so we have animalia now we are considered animals why because we are of the um what would this be this would be of the kingdom so our kingdom would be animal or animalia all right so we're of the kingdom of animalia and this is the the basic description now there's more descriptions that's involved but like i said i'm just being brief and i just grabbed a few things just to go over so so here's a here's one of the criteria to be classified in the kingdom of animalia so we have animals are modal 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 meaning they can move spontaneous spontaneously and independently at some point in their lives can we do that yes or no the answer is yes uh, their body plan eventually becomes fixed as they develop, although some undergo a process of metamorphosis later in their lives. Does that fit us? Yes, it does. All animals are heterotrophs. They must ingest other organisms or their products for sustenance. Does that fit, our, that, that, does that fit us? Yes, it does. We got to eat to live. All right. So these are, the, these are some of the requirements for us to be classified as animals under the kingdom of animalia all right next one chordata a chordate possesses a notochord a hollow dorsal nerve cord a pharyngeal slits and endostyle and a post-anal tail for at least some period of their life cycle chordates are uh deuterostomes i may be pronouncing that wrong as during the embryo development stage the anus forms before the mouth they are also biliterally symmetric uh, collimates. In the case of vertebrate uh, chordates, the nodal cord is usually replaced by a verte vertebral column during development, and they may have body plans organized via segmentation. So these are descriptions for what a chordata is. And human beings or Homo sapiens sapiens fall within this category. Now, mind you, this is getting more deep, more and more detail. But, that, but, but that's, that's interesting. They have a spinal cord. Exactly. And it has a spinal cord fitting that category. And even if you don't like that system and decided to put your own words to it, you would find that all the things that they have classified will be in the same daggone categories, even if you change the words based off of anatomy, based off of uh, spleens and all that type of stuff. It would be in the same category. It's crazy. It's not hard the way you have babies, but keep going. Yep. All right. So yeah, and then you you bringing up babies. So here we are. We are we're at the um the level, the hierarchical level of mammalia. And now this is interesting because everybody who kind of has a problem with evolution and stuff like that, they they never have a problem with acknowledging or embracing the fact that they're mammals. But let's find out why why we are mammals. So here's some some of the characteristics of what a mammal is. It is a clad of endothermic um, amniotes distinguished from reptiles including birds by the possession of a neocortex which is a region of the brain hair three middle ear bones and mammary glands see human beings us homo sapiens sapiens we fit that females of all mammal species nurse their young with milk secreted from the mammary glands so our our female the females of our species, Homo sapiens sapiens, do just that. All right? So it's mammals. A dog. Dogs do that. They're mammals. 
So, so different creatures, including human beings living today, fit this description. So therefore, this description is called mammalia. All right? I want everybody to understand that. That's why we call ourselves mammals. And nobody has a problem with that. So let's go on. We'll get in more detail. Now we're moving on to primate. It is, it is here where, where people start to have a problem. Okay, so what is a primate? What are some of the characteristics of a primate? Primates have several distinctive features that separate them from other mammals. So remember, primate is a type of mammal. So remember, a dog is a mammal, but it's not a primate. A whale is a mammal, but it's not a primate. But human beings is, are, are mammals, but we are also primates. Why? Here we go. Primates have a well-developed hands and feet. Do we not have well-developed hands and feet? Yes, we do. With fingers and toes. We, yes, we do. Their opposable thumb makes it easy for them to grab things. Do we have an opposable thumb? Yes, we do. Primate eyes are forward in the head, giving them stereoscopic vision. Do we have that? Yes, we do. Oh, you lying, Joe. We don't got that. <laughs> we don't so, got that. So, so the, these are some of the, that's not all, but these are some of the requirements or the criteria to fit the description of being called a primate. All right. Now, mind you, dogs don't have this, but yet they are mammals. So you can see how, how this hierarchy, hierarchy is working. All right, so let's go on. Next one. Um, hominidae. Now, this one is, is, gets really under the skin of people who um, have a problem because the word hominidae is the taxonomic word that, that is nicknamed great apes. That's why I have great apes in parentheses right here. So this is where people had a big problem. So members of this group are known as great apes or hominids. And matter of fact, hominidae is the plural for hominid. Uh, and it's a taxonomic family of primates. So now we're dealing with the kinds of primates that includes seven extant species in four genera, which means genus. So we have the Pongo, the Bornean, the Sum Sumatron, uh, orangutan, the gorilla, and the eastern and west, or the eastern and western gorilla. Then we have the pan, which is the common chimpanzee, the bonobo, and the bonobo. And then we have the homo, which includes modern humans and its extinct relatives, for example, the Neanderthal, and ancestors such as the Homo erectus. The great apes. Now, here's some characteristics of, of why a great ape is a great ape, or a hominid is a hominid. Great apes are large, tailless primates. Gestation in great apes lasts between eight and nine months, and it results in the birth of a single offspring or, in rare occasions, uh, or more rarely, twins. The young are born helpless and require care for long periods of time. Do we not fit those descriptions? The answer is emphatically yes. So this is, these are just some of the criteria for what a hominid is. And yes, we are hominids, a.k.a. great apes. Okay, so we don't evolve from an ape. We are great apes. We are hominids. All right, so this is the difference. Uh, next one. Now we're getting down to the level of genus. So what genus are we? We are called homo. The, the word homo is Latin from the noun homo, and its genitive form is hominis, and it means human being or man. In the generic sense, it means human being or mankind. Homo is the genus that comprises the species Homo sapiens, which includes modern humans, as well as several extinct species classified as ancestral to or closely related to modern humans, most notably Homo erectus. 
the genus is, is between two and three million years old. So Homo takes us back to through two to three million years. That's how that's how, that's why in our previous hangout when we discussed the seven point two million year old find, we knew that that was even that was outside of the genus of Homo. All right. Facts. Uh, so this is taken uh, taken to emerge with the appearance of Homo habilis and possibly that of Homo uh, Gauten genus, and I may be mispronouncing that. So now that's the level of genus. Now we're getting to the level of species. Now we're at the level of species that more people are, are you know, familiar with. Homo sapien, what does it mean? It means wise man. It is the bi binomial nomenclature, also known as a scientific name, for the only extant human species. Homo is the, is the human genus, which includes Neanderthals and many other extinct species of, of hominin. Homo sapiens is the only surviving species of the genus Homo. I'm gonna say that again. Homo sapiens is the only surviving uh, species of the genus Homo. Modern humans are the subspecies called Homo sapiens sapien, which differentiates them from what has be, been argued to be their direct ancestor, which is Homo sapiens adultu. The ingenuity and adaptability of Homo sapiens has led, it, led to it becoming the most influential species on the earth. It is currently deemed the, of least concern on the red list of endangered species by the international union of the conservation of uh nature all right so which means that you know we got it good okay so now now we're getting down to the last one this is the last one y'all and then now, we'll give y'all the calling number got a calling yeah. number all right so this is the last one so now we're down at the level of subspecies i just left species now we're at subspecies so what are what are what are we we are homo sapiens sapiens so in paleoanthropology, anatomically modern humans are anatom or anatomically modern Homo sapiens are members of the species Homo sapiens with an appearance consistent with the, with the range of phenotypes in modern humans. Anatomically modern humans evolved, <laughs> evolved from archaic humans in the middle Paleolithic about 200,000 years ago. The emergence of anatomically modern humans marks the dawn of the species Homo sapien that is the species of, of Homo sapiens to which all humans alive today belong. And I'm not going to read the rest, but I just want people to understand that it's important to understand the, the, these terms and why they're used. And so basically, what I have after this? Okay, that's it. So basically, basically what we're dealing with is, is the, the um, effort to classify things. And so taxonomy is is the science of classification, especially when it comes to biological organisms. So these taxonomic ranks, you have the rank, which is the hierarchy, and then you have the descriptive name of it. So no one should have a problem with these names. And if you do, like Unc said earlier, all you're going to end up doing is keeping the same the same hierarchy, but you're just going to switch out the names. So if you don't like gray ape, or if you don't like Homo sapiens sapien, come up with a new name. But I guarantee you the same description and criteria will still be exact same. So, so yeah, and that's, that's all I wanted to, to kind of make clear. I just want to make people aware of that and, and, and encourage people to, to look more into that so that, so that we can unconfuse and, and people can stop the unnecessary arguments back and forth and so on and so forth. These are simply classification things. If we didn't have it, then we would have, we, we wouldn't be able to discuss or analyze anything. Man. 
Okay. You know what, Joe? Let me see. Go back to some of these things. I'm just trying to feel what problem, what problem do we have as living organisms with other living organisms that without those living organisms, we would not be living today. I'm gonna say this again. Why is it that African people would have a problem with other living organisms? That without those living organisms, we would not be here today. We need those other living organisms to sustain our energy levels and it's called food. So due honor and respect goes out to all living organisms. That's just the African way. Respect. Even when they went on a hunt, they had certain ceremonies, right? Out of respect for those living organisms. You know, we went to the kill. We know for a fact, and I'm not just saying it, we know for a fact that the Europeans, and I'm not saying every last one of them, but at least the Europeans that came over to North America, they didn't have respect for living organisms. How do we know this? Because they hunted the buffalo, right, to extinction. Just out there crap shooting. Just shooting the buffalo and letting them lie on the ground. That's disrespect. The African didn't do that. They had a ceremony going out for the kill, and they had a ceremony coming back, respecting and honoring that which they had to kill and thanking a living organism for the substance. So why is it now that in 2017, African-Americans or Africans in America have a problem with living organisms, a.e. primates, monkeys, gorillas, chimpanzees? Is it because of racism, white supremacy, they called you a monkey? They called you gorilla and they called them, they said you came from gorillas, they said they came from monkeys, and they said the Chinese came from chimpanzees or something like that all mixed up. But that wasn't scientific at all. That was pseudoscientific. They was just 100% wrong. I don't have a problem with any monkey. I don't have a problem with gorillas and chimpanzees, not at all. I don't have a problem with buffaloes, birds, bees, trees, not at all. But in my European mind, I have a problem with that. I want to kill it. I don't want to be connected to that monkey or ape. But in your right mind, you respect your cousin. You respect your great uncle, the damn banana. You respect all of that. And you respect the diversity that's on planet Earth. That's just African, man. Like it or leave it. So for all y'all in the chat room talking about, I ain't this, I ain't that, you don't know what the hell you is. You're basically out of your minds. Because you fight against the very thing. You fight against the truth of a lie. So if I sat back and say, well, Brother Allen, Brother Maru, can you please explain to us how living life on planet Earth is so diversified? Can you explain to us how you have people that come from Asia, people that come from your Asia, why they have pale skin, why they have blue eyes, 
Why do we have different shades of Africans in Africa? Why do we have different hair textures? Why are we different sizes? Why is that? How is it that human life on planet Earth, how has it diversified? Can you give us an explanation for that? You know what? They can't do it. But all you can do is talk shit. That's crazy. Bananas. I want to see a presentation on the subject. Right? Because I respect the Dagger Squad. I want to see a presentation from Maru, right? All his sources. You know what I'm saying? Debunking Dr. Ben. She can't the Diops. Right? All the elders debunk them. And I will shut the hell up and you will hear me say nothing else on the subject matter. Well, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that would be great. Like, I love for him. I just want to see the presentation, Ujau. That way we ain't got to hear the bullshit. Come on, man. Well, see, that would be great, but you have a problem with when somebody doesn't realize that there's two different words in the word homo. So I don't, I, you know, it's really going to be a problem. Um, but I, I, I want to answer, I want to answer some, some of the, uh, worthwhile questions based on what I said. The, the brother, um, well, I'm not sure. Uh, this Faisal, Faisal Kahin, and I might be pronouncing the name wrong. Uh, he asked a question. Um, he said that hominidae or hominid explanation was confusing. Isn't everything that's born helpless? So how how does that make us great ape? So let me clarify that everything is not everything is not born helpless. We have we have to make a distinction of what what helpless means in that sense because helpless is that. Um, when our babies are born, uh, our, our babies can't fend for itself. You have to make a distinction between animals that are born that are very small in size, and they may be easy prey for predators, but they're not helpless, meaning that they, they're born fully functional. They can get, seek out and get their own food supply and a whole nine. There's, there's, there's you know, turtles do that. You got, you got animals that, that give birth to, to um, their offspring, and then they leave them alone. They, they they abandon them completely, and then they survive in the whole nine. That's the difference. So remember, the distinction is that human beings and other people, other um, creatures in the hominid um, class or, or um, category are helpless in the sense that they cannot fend for themselves for their own uh, pro progress, life uh, progress, whereas other animals are, they can, but yet, although they can, they still may be small and easy prey for a predator in that sense, you because you, you're thinking helpless in that sense, you know, helpless to defend themselves. What, but, what was but, that point? I didn't even understand that point. That just shit went over my head. What was it? What? No, because because one of the characteristic, one of the one of the um criteria for a hominid is that that um when they give birth to the offspring, the offspring is helpless and it needs it needs help from the parents for a uh, extensive period of time in their youth yeah and, okay and there are there are many animals that give birth to their offsprings that don't need their Not parents at all. that parents don't need their immediately. that don't need their parents yeah like i said there, there's there's creatures that that give birth to things that totally parents just jet don't even wait till the um, birth happens you know what I'm saying? So so I want you to understand the difference between helpless being helpless to defend a predator versus helpless in the, in the scientific sense of of actually being able to live, pro prolong its life and finding its food supply and all that stuff. 
That's why mammals give, you know, they have to um, nurse their children with mammary glands, you know, and things like that. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear. <laughs> you know, what's funny. If everybody was to actually go in the mirror, right, get naked and turn around and look, right, at your hind parts, right, you would see that whatever you came from used to have a tail. Yep. It ain't even hard. Take a look right now. Google skeletons, right? Human skeletons. All right. Google a monkey skeleton. Go do that. Yeah, go do that. <laughs> and tell trying. me humans ain't used to have tails. How about that? A lot of things that we used to have that we do not have that we lost in the evolutionary process over millions of years. I think the problem is, man, they're not even understanding the uh, um, just the geological time, man. Us as human beings, we only get 50 years on this on this piece, maybe 75. That's a drop. That's a drop. And yes, human beings are still evolving. Yes. And no, humans did not come from any living. How you said it, Ujjow, that what? And humans don't do what? Say again? You said the humans don't come from any living what? Oh, there's there's no living human being on the planet Earth today that comes from or evolves from any other living creature on the planet right now. Period. There, there, there's no human being on Earth that evolved from another non-human creature that's living today. People have to understand that mm. evolution doesn't work that way. It would be a mis, a mis uh, characterization of of evolution, and um, the evolution continuum, the evolutionary timeline, and continuum. Mm. But but uh, uh hopefully uh Faisal uh, Kahan hopefully understood my uh my my response to your question. I'm looking forward to see if number, yo. you ain't never given a call in number, yo. All right, let's try to do the call in number. But see, I understand. All right, now listen, y'all y'all we're gonna try this call in. But now what I want to say is that two people cannot talk at the same time. So mm -hmm. we got We have to respect one person's build over you know with each other so i'm gonna give the um call number i'm gonna post it for those who can't wish and if y'all got if y'all got some darn questions i'll give you the google hangout link but you can't come on here cutting people off don't do that that ain't that don't make that don't that's dumb that's basically uncivilized we don't want to do all that man we want you to get your points in right we want you to explain yourself and we want to hear it real clear and we want to hear the references behind that. We don't want to argue and cuss each other out, oh, man. Come on, dude. I done did that for years. I'm like, off that. That allows the pseudo to get off the hook. Or that allows the misinformed to get off the hook. Because anybody can holler and scream. Anybody can do that shit. Be loud. Yeah, either call in or, or I guess give the link out later. Whatever the case is. Because, you know, I, I look forward to the interaction. Because the thing is, you know, we present information. It should be questioned. And, um scrutinize so anything that i just presented on the taxonomy just now by all means bring it uh you know bring your questions bring your um statements if you agree disagree or what you have a problem with uh the whole thing that's, that's this all call good. is being recorded 
Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's let's test this out. We got somebody from um Hold on, can y'all can you hear me on the on the call? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you gotta mute out your uh YouTube channel. Yeah, you gotta you gotta mute your YouTube channel so it won't have that double feed. All right. Yeah, it's muted. It's muted. Mine's muted. I already done that. I'm gonna check, baby. I'm gonna check. All right, cool. So who you know, uh, if uh, you know, uh, you can state your name and and um. What's your question? Well, what's your question? Five, five. Say it again. Sunline five five. And um, scrutinize. All right, hold up. Uh. For for all those who are call who are calling in, uh, make sure you mute your your um your YouTube volume, so you won't have a double feed. Yeah, I ain't got no, my, my 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 computer's off, man. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to uh, you got we got three people other than you, man. You, I think you can mute them out. You move them out. I got a quick one, man. It ain't gonna take too long. All right, go. For, oh yeah, Unk, you can can you hear Unk? You can hear Unk, right? Uh, Bradley. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah, man, I, I got this book, right? I didn't see nowhere in your book where you're talking about no monkeys, man. I read the book, man. I appreciate the book, man. But I'm saying now you're talking this primate that I'm not on that paradigm yet. But okay. I understand what you're talking about to a degree. But mm. you got these clown-ass niggas out here, man, want to say we monkey, you know, you Niggas been joking you for how many years now on that monkey shit, man? <laughs> I guess we all got to grow the fuck up. Peace. Yep. Hoping no, yep. hope no children watching. That's all I had to say, man. All right, peace, man. He right. We all got to grow up on that, man. And I, too, had to grow up. So, you know, primate, all that, that's just a, a taxonomic uh, classification. That's all. You know, mammal, that's a taxonomic classification. Yeah. Human. That's a classification, and we all don't have a problem with using the word human. Yeah, like, like for example, if I say, if I say, if I say, all humans, we're we're bipedal. bipedal. Like, no, nobody will understand that bipedal means two legs. You know that we have local motion, so nobody would have a problem with that. It's it's these are just descriptive terms, and they come with a a criteria to be met. That's it. It's not it's not uh, it's not deep at all. You know, so uh, I know we got some other callers on the line. Let me see. We got um, they call it habitual bipedal. Remember, Lucy, that that was the importance of the fine uh, Lucy Arthropithecus, right? Uh, that was it was habitual, right? And she was a southern ape. She wasn't even in the homogeneous family, right? So, but she, but she, but uh, it's a primate. Yep, primate. She walked up. She walked up right. Go, right, go ahead. Yeah. Next so call. somebody next one. Yeah, um, I like you hear, you hear me? Yeah, okay, yeah. loud and clear. Uh, my name is Philip Taylor, and um, I have a quick question. Um, is it true that Caucasians share uh, Reese's monkey blood within <laughs> their DNA strands? And um, if so, how did it get there? Did they evolve? Were they the ones that actually evolved from the monkeys? And we was always 100% human because on the internet now, we have uh, scientists saying that sub-Saharan Africans are the modern or the 100% human, while uh, other uh, um, while other uh, genus such as the European man um, 
he has Neanderthal DNA and things like that, and they find Reese's monkey in them. Like, why do they have all these different things, but the African man doesn't? Is, did they evolve from the monkey as well as other genus? Are we stayed as one particular genus? All right, that's a good question. Did you hear, did you hear that? Well, let's get a definition for Rx factor first. We ain't gonna just start throwing terms around. Rx factor. Let's go to the Mayo Clinic for that. Rx factor blood test. Uh, Rhesus Rx factor is an inherited protein, right, found on the surface of red blood cells. If your blood has the protein, your Rx your Rx positive. Now I want you to know that happens in black and white people. We just getting this tray a little bit. We matter of fact, let me put this in the room for y'all real quick there. Let me do this for you, brother. Help you out. Cause the internet is a slippery daggone slope, man, and is is a breeding ground for misinformation. It's a breeding ground for pseudoisms, right? It's a breeding grounds for, for misinformation. And we need to realize this real fast. So I'm putting this in the chat room so we can read what the RH factor is. All right. So you trying to say humans, black men have Rh monkey yeah. blood, like Reese's monkey? It's not, blood. No, it's not monkey. It's not monkey blood. Let me finish reading. You that that that's the misinformation there. Okay. Now Reese's Rh factor. Reese's Rh factor is an inherited protein found on the surface of red blood cells. You see, if your blood has a protein, your Rh positive. If your blood lacks a protein, your RH negative. RH positive is the most common blood type. RH positive is the most common blood type. Having an RH negative blood type is not an illness and usually does not affect your health. However, it can be affect it can affect your pregnancy. Your pregnancy needs special care if your RH negative and your baby's father. Wait, wait a minute. Care if your RH negative and your baby's father is RH positive. Your healthcare provider will recommend the RH factor testing. Uh, your first <laughs> look. Listen, if you go in the doctor's office and talk about the RH factor in monkeys, they're gonna laugh you out the office, yo. I'm just saying. So, saying that the Africans is the true what? True, true what? Would you say it was? was the actual uh homo sapiens meaning um without us procreating with the neanderthal man they would not have survived so no basically, yeah that's not true no that's not true that's not true at all so because what because so your neanderthals wasn't dying off no prior to, uh, nope. to a modern nope. man procreating uh, with them uh, uh, not at all nope nope that's not how it is that's not how that having birth huh now or is that a myth how come the Caucasian oh. Caucasian race is having birth issues now. Is that a myth too? No, that's a fact. And the reason they're having birth issues is because they're out of their zone. They come from zone three. Mm -hmm. They come from zone three. And their pale skin puts them in an advantage outside of zone three. So they inhabitate in zone one, two, and three now. Okay? So if you're pale skin, you're going to get attacked by the radiation. Mm. You get attacked by the radiation, yeah. right? It's called uh, spermogenesis, where the uh, where the actual radiation attacks the sperm and and certain mammals, right? And mammals, right? They did tests on mice and they found out that those mice, right? That 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 uh, radiation was attacking, actually affected the sperm count. So uh, uh, they had 
low sperm counts. And if you know anybody, if you have low sperm counts, it's going to be hard to impregnate a woman. Two, women, pale-skinned women, right, that have pale skin, okay, it does not protect you from the UVA rays, and the UVA rays will attack the folic acid, that's a vitamin, in the blood, and it causes urotube defects. Mm-hmm. Okay, babies are born with open spines and spina bifida. Mm-hmm. All right, so they have low birth rates based off of UVA rays, based off of not being in a zones. That's the reason for the low birth rates. That's one of the reasons. And I, I can just go get my anthro, uh, anthropology book, and this is nothing I'm making up. They, they teach that in colleges and universities. But that has nothing to do with them not being real humans, they are a mutated form of us yes they are mutated form absolutely and yep. also just real quick on the on the uh, rhesus rh factor you got to remember that we're talking about an rh factor and and because of of the um results of of this um, blood serum like if you if you look up uh rhesus the rhesus factor or the rh factor you're going to find out why and how it got, it got its name. And it's named after a uh, monkey or the rhesus monkey, but it's not It's not to say that it came from the rhesus monkey because what happens is they, they actually did experiments in rabbits and they saw how the blood coagulated or, or um, changed because of the presence of these certain antigens in the blood. So that, that result was called a, a RH factor. So, so they're, they're calling this, um, coagulation or whatever the rh factor and then when they discovered um certain things happening in humans similarly then they just kept the name rh the rh factor so so it's really it's relevant in pregnancies and certain things if people have the presence of this certain antigen um in their blood so you know a lot of people are familiar with the um the ab the abo blood typing um thing but then you have the the rhesus factor and they, you know, some it's pr- pretty much called the um, antigen D or D antigen, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So if you look up these things, you, you're going to find out more, um, more about it. And, okay. actually, and last but not least, uh, first and foremost, I'm a big fan of you guys, man. Um, love what y'all doing. I would like for you guys to, to if whoever's brave enough to step up against y'all, I would like y'all to debunk this new information that came out of Tut being 70% European, something like that, because, you know, Sarnetta had a, a, a hangout and this guy, Lex Vortex, is running his mouth and saying that Tut was European and Egypt is not black. I, I just would like you guys oh, to nail in his coffin. We so did it already. Spreading that because it, it doesn't make sense. You know, was that, was that a recent? That yeah, we did it already. That, that that's the show we did on that. We did that already. Oh, on, okay. It's on I'm I, I gotta catch that show. Is that in your in your archive? It's on I'm a Raw Squad TV. All right, thank you, sir. I appreciate this. God bless yeah. y'all. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh-huh. let me let, let me. Hey, can I add something real fast to you, brother? Yes. Yes, sir. They did a they did a a small sample size in the Delta of some foreign mummies. I'm not even. What, what was they foreign Ujao? Yeah. Foreign grave sites. Well, they were they were part of the uh, 
they were part of the foreign known known for the foreign occupation of that area the fayum yeah. area near the fayum area yeah yeah and, and so i mean like for instance we living in america right yeah and do we not have europeans that live in america brother yes sir do we not have africans that live in america yes sir how about how about hindus and indians hindu from india a right small upset, but yes they are here though sir so, so imagine a thousand years from now, someone would go into, say, a Hindu grave, right? And, and, and DNA test them. That small grave, a grave. Could they say that the whole population was was Indian from India? Could they make that assertion? Uh, no, due to the fact of depending upon if they do further analysis of their culture, which a lot of cultures don't really intermingle like that, unless they be, have a Western ide ideology. But usually a lot of uh, uh, strict cultures don't go outside their own gene pool. So once you go back further and see their culture, depending upon if it's strict or not, then you can't really make that determination. It's only I, I just where ad mixing is not looked down upon. I, I think what I want to say is, is that in Kemet, right, you had yeah, different sir. cultures. That you, like if you lived in Rome, you could be African, you could be whatever, you just would be a Roman citizen. So you you had Egyptian citizens that were not indigenous people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like to think that that ain't there, that's crazy. Like, like most people don't even realize that, man. They had different cultural groups, right? But we know who the indigenous culture was. It started a, a, a Kemet. It was a metropolis, right? Um, I mean, this is not even hard to figure it out. So in that same article, right? That's why I don't appreciate people. It tells you at the bottom of the article, that in no way could that just be that sample size couldn't be the whole ancient population of Egypt. They say it right there. It's right there in the article. If you go to the actual journal that it was written off of, it clearly tells you that. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I just, I just, you're right. There's a lot of pseudoscience on, on the net, and I look to guys like you to authenticate these claims you know what i'm saying and these premises and this empirical data so you know watch this very much for the enlightenment sir. i'm i'm gonna put you an article i'm gonna put an nbc article a, a ncbi article blood groups and red belt it says right there in chapter seven the the RH blood group it say the RH blood group uh blood group is one of the most complex blood groups known in humans from its discovery six years ago where it was named in era after the RH monkey, after the Reese's monkey, oh. it has become the second in importance only to the ABO blood group. See what I'm saying, man? So look, people just keep doing it and just won't study, man. Let me, let me give out this journal right here, man. Yeah, yeah. What you could also do for the people, um, if you don't mind me saying so, Uncle, um, we need the most reputable science sites that we can go to. You understand? Because it, it is all sorts of pseudo sites that pop up. But it's gonna cost you sixty dollars. It's gonna cost you sixty dollars, bro. If you go to the, the <laughs> um, yeah, if you go to the um um, uh, real black atheist science club, it's a coupon in there, and you can belong to the Journal of Nature. But hey, that that needs to be repeated because see, this is what happens. See, th this this is what you call very very uh, lazy uh research that we have to stay away from so 
so what happens is people will hear the term rhesus uh rh blood and then they'll, then they'll look it up and they'll and they'll see something that says quote i quote the rhesus blood type named after the rhesus monkey was first discovered in 1937 37 by uh carl land 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 etc and then that's where they stop so then they'll assume in their mind that anybody that has the rh factor is a descendant or has monkey blood in them and see so that's that's the problem that we have in in our communities is that people don't know how to research and they don't understand that a blood type is named after something doesn't mean that it is that something you know what i'm saying like like for example uh martin luther king jr boulevard a street is named after martin luther king but it is not martin luther king himself so just mm. because you name something after something doesn't mean it actually came from something you understand mm. so these are nomenclatures and 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 classifications and labels that people have to understand so so the the link that unk gave is is explains the whole thing ex explaining that it was named after Reese, the rhesus monk uh monkey only because of the phenomenon or the reaction that they witnessed in rabbits and so on and so forth so that's that's what they're talking about they're not talking about mm. monkey blood so mm. let's get that so let's get that straight and that's what people have to understand and plus matter of fact chimps Check me. hold up but chimps and other other primates they have the o the a b o uh uh blood typing as well <laughs> so so they you know people people really have to research and i'm and i'm and i'm saying this is that people have to really uh take time out the research we have to we have to push back on that lazy stuff so so if anybody's not willing to really study and research we can't listen to them and and people gotta understand that we're not tolerating that hey you know? go to the history and background right now all about putting that go to the history and background and it tells you they say it was wrongly thought to have what's this a jagged uh, what's this a, a, a jagulating antibodies mm -hmm. produced in the mother's uh uh serum right in response to her husband's rbc it's a were the same specifically as antibodies produced in various animals serum in response to rbcs from the rhesus monkey it's a in error the paternal uh antigen was named the rhesus factor exactly there you go by the time it was discovered that the mother's antibodies were produced against a different antigen, the Reese's blood group terminology was being widely used. Therefore, instead of changing the name, it was abbreviated to the RH blood group. See what I'm saying? That's called checkmate around here. Oh, checkmate around Damn, here. You a bad, I don't even want to curse, but you know where I'm getting at. <laughs> you know what I'm that, thank you for that. And last but not least, I engage in debates on the internet. So I came across some Central Americans, and they want to debunk Afrocentrism by saying that the Omex were not, quote unquote, let's say African or black. I say black, but I tell them I use black as a color type and not an actual nationality. Not saying we're from Africa. I, my premise is anyone that originates on the equator is considered black, even if they're not African. They just considered black because they're going to be dark skinned. But they, uh, Central American um, guys that I'm debating, they trying to make it seem like we're stealing their culture. So I need to know when, because I told them, I said, 
supposedly, historically, in 1292 B.C., Ramses II supposedly probably encountered you guys. And if your pyramid is only dated to 1000 B.C., then you had 300 years of information, you know, being uh, uh, brought to your civilization. So, but they still trying to debunk it. Like, no, we are a separate group of people. We evolved on our own. Y'all had nothing to do with us. Y'all didn't give us no information. We have, we don't have the same DNA. So I would like to know, as far as the Incas, Aztecs, Omex, do we have any real genetic or or, or cultural uh, um, um, affiliation with the, with them? Uh, you want to have that, Ujo? Well. <laughs> Okay, the best thing to, to approach that, see, this this kind of gets into the conversation. Man, we, we had this conversation about, about a classification below below the level of subspecies. So let me let me give you an analogy real quick. If mm -hmm. if you you know what a seismograph is, right? Yes, I have a good interpretation with it. Okay, so so a seismograph basically measures um a movement for earth for earthquakes and stuff like that. Exactly. Right. Okay. So that's that's a machine that that measures a device that measures a uh, movement for earthquakes. Okay. So now, based on the 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 large movement of the of the Earth, they can measure. You know, they say seven point two, six point zero, whatever Richter scale. So now, mm -hmm. let's let's take a spider and a spider's web. Now, let's say a spider a spider can detect the movement on its web from a very small insect that mm -hmm. that a seismograph would not be able to pick up because it's just not equipped. Uh, its machinery is not sensitive enough to pick that up. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so now, so basically, we're talking about the sensitivity of the equipment to be able to detect small, minute details. So now, let's move from that example over to human and biology. The the further when I gave that taxonomic breakdown, the further down we go on the list, the more sensitive or the more detail we become that we have to get, and and it's the more difficult because we don't have a, a labeling system to account for all of the diversity. So, and I, I say that to lead up to, to respond to what you asked about, is that, is that we, have, we have to be careful because all, all humans on the planet, Homo sapiens sapiens, originate in Africa. And then you, and you can study the out of Africa too uh, model to explain the migration patterns. So, so even the people you're talking about that eventually become called Omex and all this other kind of stuff, they would originate themselves also out of Africa. But now the through time, you have different uh, mutations that happen on their lineage that will give them a different characteristic for us to be able to label them something different. And so when you ask, when you ask, are we affiliated as, as you call it, black African or black um, African-Americans, whatever, are we affiliated with these people in a in a distant time yes but in terms of recent ancestry and stuff like that we would have to say no this is why when people take a dna test and stuff they're having a hard time finding you know uh picking out these um high percentage of of correlation between those populations and then ours quote unquote african african americans so we just have to be careful of how we describe these things when we get to the level below subspecies mm. Thank so, you, sir. Appreciate that. I'm gonna join y'all library, man. Is this sixty dollars a yearly thing or a monthly thing? No, 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 no. I'm saying for for the journal of nature, yo. It's sixty dollar coupon. It's two hundred dollars, but you get a, a a magazine every week. 
not a magazine, but a journal every week. And you got online access to the real information. Got you. Yep, sixty dollars, bro. Got you. I'm gonna continue listening, continue getting the information. Thank you for opening up the third eye, brother. Yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, hey, peace. Uh, that's got some good questions, man. That, that was that's that's we talking about. I, I mean, but I, I I appreciate the brother asking those questions because he ain't he, he where we was. You feel me? Yep. And so, man, I wish I had a person to get me early in the game like that. You know, just to show me how to get to the to the real. You feel me? Yep. Like, really, man. That's that's man. That's that make me feel good, man. Yep. So hold on, we got some put. Uh, we got some people who are quiet. We got um, I guess two more callers. I guess you know if y'all, I don't know who uh, who want to speak up first. I get Jackie on man. I hey, sent it to Jackie. Peace. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Yeah, peace, peace. This is uh a new 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 pool. Uh, I'm oh. a, uh I'm a noonie boo and uh, <laughs> uh listening on a conversation. Um, I've had some conversation also with uh Wu Jiao before. Um, All right. Uh, you got the books. You got the books, yo. You got the books. I'm sorry. You got the books. Which books? The black, the two black ones. Uh, you talking about the introduction to the nature of nature? Yeah, I got two of them. One, one and two. I yes, got him. Yes, yes. Oh, you know now, um, now. Now you know if he's a noonie boy, he definitely have to have that. You know. <laughs> I got him. I got him. He used to act like it was Melaka Yogsberg. I got him. <laughs> And, but uh, and on Saturday I got something powerful that I'm dropping with uh with with Sarnetta. So um when I go in there on sat Saturday I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a live thing there. It's gonna be something real powerful and I'm um I'm gonna pass that off to you guys. But um one one thing I will say is that um when I did some research I realized that the uh, the zodiac was a, a is a very uh, pseudo uh, scientific uh, thing that a lot of people follow these days. And right. I realized that our African ancestors never followed anything called a zodiac. Right. And, <clears throat> and I'm going to put in, uh, when I get on Sarnetta, I'm going to show what we did follow as far as that's concerned. All but right. I know the discussion is not about that. The discussion was about the, uh, about the different species. The thing about it, though, is that noon doesn't doesn't say that the uh african is from the uh um from the homo uh sapien species we're actually you know we're part of that right now because we've evolved to this point right now and the reason why uh afro unu doesn't make that claim is because of our hair there's no uh there's no monkey or no monkey uh ancestor that grows kinky hair on their head so <clears throat> this is why he says we don't come along the line of that homo uh, species or that, that, that animal kingdom species. We come more along the line of a, a more human species rather than what you see today. So that's why, you know, I called in just to, you know, expound on that because the okay. hair is a very okay. important piece to okay. the puzzle. Okay. What page? Because you know monkeys and a lot of other uh, human got, species. You got the book in front of you. You got the book in front of you. To the African who has nappy hair, but if you go into the, <laughs> if you go into the hair structure of the of the of the monkeys or the great apes, the 
they all have straight hair. None of them have kinky hair like the African. Okay, let me so, let me just pause you for a second. I, I, I want to clarify something. Um, that that I mean, I like I like the point that you rate the point that you bring up, but now I want you to under I want you to understand this that that um just because we have a different hair texture than other primates does not in and does not in and of itself negate the fact that we don't have a common ancestor. And I'm gonna tell you why. No, because no, I, I agree. I, I agree. Oh, so the reason why why I say I agree with you is because I just like you said before the with the classification, you know, when you get further up the ladder, they become a little bit more similar, but the the, the category becomes broader. Right? All right, exactly. So, uh-huh. So as we came down to evolution, mm-hmm. these things started to split. Right? That's that's but true. The lineage of the African, the black African man with kinky hair mm-hmm. is a little bit different than the lineage of all other human races. So that's the that's basically the point that I'm trying to make. But as time went on, right. it took on this form that we have right now. Okay, but hold on. The reason why the reason why I pause you is because I, I think ultimately we agree, but I'm I'm just sure. saying I'm just saying I think you have to be careful. You agree with what? In, no, hold on. Let me let me finish. Uh, you you have to be careful in how you explain it and describe it, because what's going to happen? What's going to happen is we we agree the fact that uh, all you know us Af- Af- Homo sapiens sapiens that, that originate in Africa comes from a different line than the Pan genus. The the, the the pan genus produced what's called the chimpanzee and all that stuff today. So so right. we we do not descend from that line at all. So that's in agreement with what you just said. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but now when you say different than all other human races, see we have to be careful of the terms that we use. And this this is something that we that one of the reasons why we have in this show is yeah. because when you say when you say human, you're you're at the level of of homo, which is the genus level. But when you say races, now now you're getting into the whole ambiguous word race, you know, races, because are, are you talking about a social construct of race? Are you talking about the um, taxonomic definition of race or are you talking about the biological aspect of race? I'm, so I'm speaking about the biological aspect. OK, so now if you if you're speaking about the biological aspect of race, you have to get into oh, one minute, Ujau, one minute, bro. What, what's the phone number, yo? Oh, uh, I could post it again. Let me just. Because then I think Jackie is in there too. What's the phone number? Six seven eight. I need it so I can give you some eye. Oh, yeah, six seven eight. Huh? Two five seven. Seven seven one four. Six seven eight two five seven. Seven seven one four. Seven seven one four. That's the calling number. Hey Jackie, come on now. Send me a, just send me an email, yo. Okay, so. Okay, well, you don't want to get on side. You don't want to get inside. No one has acknowledged I was online. Oh, okay, okay, Jackie. Uh, peace. Uh, all right, hold up. So we, let's let's finish with the brother real but quick. Jackie, you don't want to. I sent you. I told you just email me. I emailed the link back. Yeah, you can come in. Yeah, hang. but you, you, we've been doing this for over an hour with these emails. No, we have not. See, we have not done that, Jackie. We have not done that. You have not sent me an email. You have not. Last hour, you have. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing it a different way now, Jackie. Jackie, I'm doing it a different way, man. Why are you so difficult? I'm asking you to send me an email. I'm just like, y'all going into race 
No, we didn't. No, we was waiting on you. Yeah, we 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 didn't discuss race, but that's what I'm that's what I'm telling the brother real quick right now is that we have I'm to be trying to get you the link to try to get you in here, Jackie. Send me an email to armorallsquad nine at gmail.com. Is that possible? Is that possible? <laughs> okay, so brother, real quick, when we when we discuss race, no matter what definition or 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 field that we find ourselves in, we have to realize that it is below the level of subspecies. And that that becomes very very uh, problematic. So you said that you're talking about biological race. Now, when we're talking about right. bi biological race, you have to deal with um, either the haplogroups or what they call the deems, or or you know they call the um, the clines, the clines, the deems, or the haplogroups. So mm -hmm. when you understand those, you'll see you'll see that there's a lot more commonality or or um we would be able to, to pinpoint you know diversity versus commonality uh among the different people so when you say okay uh the black african is mm -hmm. distinct from all the all the other human races because they come from a different line then you have right. to be careful of saying that because remember homo sapiens sapiens come out of africa and the haplogroup for for the maternal side will be start off with l and then out of L, you have L3, and then L go, uh, mutates, and they named it M. And then M goes to N, which is in the Saudi Arabian uh, Peninsula. And then M goes to, you know, uh, R, and then out to U, and so on and so forth. So you have to, you have to understand that, that it starts in Africa, but then it migrates and goes outward. So, so the people that have what you call a straight hair or a different hair texture still come out of still come out of the same line but i'm hearing a big echo um wait 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 i gotta hey, hey jackie you funny as hell yo <laughs> you send me an email with the link i sent you acting like i ain't been sent you link boy <laughs> hold up hold up you uh okay. lord have mercy boy I'm oh she's in here now all right Okay, hold up. So, so Jackie, I'm a, I'm a, you, you got to come out the Uber, come out the call. Uh, since you're in the hangout, you can come out the call. Okay. Yeah. Wait, hey, Jackie, how'd you get in here, Jackie? Okay, so she's, <laughs> all right, so she's straight. Okay, so brother. No, no, so, no, no, no. How'd you get in here, Jackie? Uh, how'd you get? How'd you get in here? Okay, good. Let me stop. Go ahead. Okay, so 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 yeah, so so that's what I'm saying. I think ultimately, ultimately, we're 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 on the same page and we're agreeing. I'm just I'm just saying that we have to be careful in how we're describing uh, this stuff. So yes, the the sub-Saharan the sub-Saharan African has a different hair texture and different um, outward traits, uh, phenotypical traits, but mm -hmm. but out of this sub-Saharan African or this this uh, original Homo sapiens sapien or you know back 200,000 years ago uh, give or take came the migrations out of Africa that produce what you're seeing today as well so well, you had you had well, to go ahead what I'm what I'm uh when I when I say the biological uh uh, uh um origin I'm not I'm not talking about because I know you gave three different definitions and not three different definitions but you gave three different classes for what um race for, for for the origin of the biological origin but the reason why i just tackled the biological origin because i know the caucasian gives many different definitions for many different things that's why we just got to go by the biological aspect of things 
because if we deviate away from that, he's is going to be a lot of confusion going on. Well, so I'm saying the same thing. To, huh? Yeah, no, I'm, no, I know. I know that you're saying the same thing, but when it comes to Africa and going back to Africa and understanding that many different species come out of Africa, what I what I am saying is that we didn't necessarily come from a from a great ape. No, you know no. Yeah, but wait, but but I, I don't know if you tuned into the whole show we just did. We don't we don't come from a great ape. We we are classified as graves, just like just like just like we're classified as mammals, but yet we don't come from whales. Like a a, a whale, a whale is a mammal, a dog is a mammal, and a squirrel is a mammal, but we don't come we don't come from we don't come from squirrels. That we come from then. well ultimately ultimately we we come back we come out of the water we come we we, we go right. way back i mean if you if you Correct. want if you want to deal with the whole evolutionary continuum Correct. there is no such no, thing just, uh, you're right you're absolutely right okay we be on the same page then, that we do come out of the water yeah i i, I figured i figured we i figured i figured we were that's what i said yeah i'm uh, see we're we're, <laughs> we're we're in agreement i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to caution you on on how you explain it that's all i'm saying that we have to be careful and make sure we up on the scientific uh terms and stuff and we using them correctly that's all that's all i was saying and i appreciate that i definitely appreciate that uh, so, we definitely, so brother, uh because i did so brother, you know when i was tuned in on the show and i was looking at the taxonomy i said oh, this is this is amazing you know let me call in and just you know give a give my take hand in you know and, and see what you say about the kinky hair and the things of that nature and like you said, you know, we do come out of the water and we are definitely in agreement with that, that we do come out of the water. We were uh, amphibious before we uh, before we came on land and we were classified as um, as mammals as well. OK, but, yeah, uh, there ain't no problem. Matter of fact, matter of fact, if you want if you want um, some reading material, there's a book. Uh, it's a book by um, by a European, though, because <laughs> I know people have a problem with reading. European. No, not 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 no, not, not you, not you. The Wapians that be that 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 do that. They the ones that demonize <laughs> the, the Caucasian and then steal from the Caucasian. Yeah. Okay. That's, so I don't I don't I don't I'm not directing that to you. I'm talking about for you know some people who may listen to this video. Oh, so there's a there's a a, a, bio, a biogeneticist or um, evolutionary geneticist um, a biologist uh, Richard Dawkins. He has a book called The um, Miracle of um, Man, I forgot the title. It's called The Miracle. Somebody probably remembered and type it in, into the chat, but it's called The Miracle of of something. And it and and that's a good book because in there he he basically has a whole chapter on the fact that there is no such thing as a first human. And mm. and and it may sound odd to read the title, but when you read the actual content of that chapter, it's, it gets really really interesting because he's talking about walking through the evolutionary continuum timeline. If you were to walk through it in real time, your whatever comes right before you and whatever comes right after you in the sense of before you would be your parents and after you would be your offspring. If you were to walk, walk that timeline in real time, you would never see any differences because be, because be, because you are what your parents are and what your ch children are. And, and so as you walk through the timeline, you'll never see any distinctions and differences. It's only because we take a snapshot from this period and then go a long distance and then take another snapshot from a very distant period and then compare them. That's when we start seeing the distinctions and the differences. Can, can I say something real fast, brother? 
Because I don't want the, the, the listening audience. Let me be clear on what you're saying. You're saying that the African that came out of Africa comes from a different line than the European. Is that what you basically Correct. saying? All right, listen. Mm -hmm. Do you not recognize that Europeans are modified Africans based no. off of available scientific data? Okay, so no. So based off of scientific data, hold on, let me finish. I don't let me finish. And that's why I called in about the whole hair thing. Yeah, let me let me finish real fast. I think I I view the European as a modified Indian or Arab without the without the dark skin. They they lost that dark skin about six thousand years ago, and they they're the mutants of the Indian race. We, on the other hand, come from a different line than what the European come from. Because of the hair texture, because if you right, look at the on. European, you'll All see right, hold European on. is nothing but but a but an Indian. Hold on for a minute. The, the melanin receptor uh, of for them to produce the melanin. All right, hold so on one second, people, bro. I know that you had a, another point. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. What I what I would like to say is, no, the Europeans do not directly come from us. So you had you got to spend time in Asia first, and then you'll end up. You know what I'm saying? In, in those areas in zone three. Right? But 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 they're I'm modified. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Re repeat what you just said. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I said that the European do not directly come from the first Africans that migrated out of Africa because you got to deal with the change that occurred, to the mutations that occurred in Asia first. And then you got to get to your Asia. Let's mm -hmm. get that. And the hair is modified that's the modification you're looking at all scientists agree that they're modified this is not something new so i i, I know what you want to say but i'm saying the scientific data supports the fact that they are modified off the original so that's not you know what i'm saying so i don't want to get it confused because you can have different hair textures right listen what i'm saying like there is no like 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 the, these mutations, the different types of hair textures and skin textures and all that, that had to come from somewhere. The gene got to be there already. We understand that old genes do. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is is that the African definitely came came down through evolution to look more of this human form, just like when when Wuja was just saying that we oh, came yeah, out of the water. True. Yeah, that's not true. To the, to the, yeah, I that's, don't subject to the European nor the Indian coming out of the water, though. They do yeah, come from the uh, from the eight species. Yeah, that's not true. I'm just saying. So do this. Do this for me, then. Do this for me. Give me uh, your data so we could take a look at that. Where's the link? On what? On on on, on what you just said. So give me what's what's your email? Uh, I'm a raw squad nine at gmail.com. Well, I, I don't know if he get, he, he, he you probably low. He said I'm a raw squad nine at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, if you send that data, because the thing is, what you're saying is is see, because because at some point, at sometimes it sounds like you're saying the same thing, but then but then some things you're saying seem like it's no, different. I know so, not. I read yeah. the book. I read New the Woo Poo. I read the book. I know okay. what I know where it come from. Okay, but now, but let me ask you something to clarify. So, so now. Do How the hell think, did we get my chic out of here, man? They just got all kind of hundreds of counts. This nasty ass shit they putting up in there, yo. 
Damn, yo, that's more bullshit. Now it says your opinion with a flat ass. That's crazy. Okay, so now check this out. So I'm I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you do okay? So do you think that Europeans have have a separate uh genesis? Meaning meaning that they they were they're a creation out of a totally different independent line from yeah. from from other um Homo sapiens sapiens? No, no, not at all. Okay, all right, so good. So like, so we like we we're, we're on there. They, they come from the uh from the Indian race. Okay, and what, and what a European is is just an Indian with it with the melanin strip. Okay, but now so so now this goes back to why why I said you got to be careful because when you say the Indian race, see that that's very amb ambiguous. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm instead of using the word race, I'm gonna say dark people with straight hair. But there's a whole bunch of dark people with straight hair <laughs> yeah. across yeah, the across. No, okay, that's why that's why that that's why we're doing this show. I'm trying we're, we're trying to push people to 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 get up on up on these other terms so that we can so that we could drill down in more detail so we don't have to use these ambiguous terms like, you know, Indian this or whatever. You know, we could be we could be very precise with what we're saying. So okay. so so now if you say that that a Caucasian cuz even to say Caucasian, you got you got you got different you got you got 13 many different Caucasians. yeah exactly in, uh, in 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 europe alone you got you got at the at the very very least 13 different varieties you know but just mm -hmm. just based on the genetics on a on a very surface level so i'm saying we got to be careful so anyway what i'm saying is that the reason but you but you answer you answered my question and and so we we agree with that so i i wanted to make sure you you're not saying that Europeans have a totally different genesis. No, than... no, no. I don't believe in the whole Anunnaki and they being manufactured. Oh, I ain't talking about that. Scientists and all that. Nah. Okay. Nuni boos don't deal with that. That's 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 Nawapians and they, they foolishness and, and, and other people that do that pseudoscientific stuff. We deal with evolution and, and, and we deal with scientific research and things of that nature. Hey, that's and that's it's a just, that's a good thing. I'm glad. I'm glad that you that you do. But so, so all, all I'm going to encourage you, I guess my my suggestion is just you know, just kind of um be familiar with with these taxonomic terminologies and how to describe it now. You know, so so that we can yeah that. But that's yeah that's the thing. The only thing is is that in the nature of nature, Afro-Unu doesn't necessarily use the terms that you're using. No, I understand that. Listen, you know, I I I read his books thoroughly. I got the books. I I've read the books. I studied them thoroughly. I did the whole knowledge on. So I definitely understand the whole the whole thing. So all I'm saying is that in order to keep up with the with the with the scientific conversations, though, you got you got to be able to to like because see if you if you were in a room full of just uh booze, then then you know you you you, you you could you could speak whatever you know where everybody understand but but once you step outside of that that arena and step into the scientific arena you got to be able to speak that lingo as well you know right. you got to be able to do that. So that's all I'm saying. you just got to prove and verify what you're saying so you basically that's saying right. it's the same right. thing different terms squad nine at gmail right yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. all yeah. right cool, cool, cool. all right so so that's good man you guys man you know, I, 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 I appreciate the time and um and I definitely just keep listening in and, and all those different things, man. And uh true peace and y'all have a, a good uh peaceful shadows. All right, true peace to you, man. All right. All right, black African power, brother.
So I, I think we got somebody, uh, one other person on. Uh -huh. Yeah, go ahead. What's going on? What's going on? Move why move God be playing in Los Angeles. What's happening, beloved? How you doing, man? Black African power. All right, peace, yes, peace. Sir. Yes, sir. This is my thing. I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, taxonomic classification with you guys. So that was a subject that was uh, in the group earlier today. Well, actually, it's been running for about three or four days. And we talk about taxonomic classification, and we break it down to the race. We understand that race is below the subspecies. And I know there's been a lot of people that want to hear it. They, they say, oh, race doesn't exist. But race does indeed exist, no matter what name you give it, whether you give it race, whether you give it breed, whether you give it clime. But it's not recognized as a taxonomic classification. Now, with that being said, I'm saying that we have to we we have to uh, recognize it for one, and then we have to we have to compartmentalize some of the things that goes along with it. And I want to know you guys' opinion on that. Okay, hey, let me. So listen, because right now you preaching to the choir. So we we are we are in. Cause I I don't know if you tuned into the whole show. I, I broke down the taxonomic um uh, uh hierarchy. So and I and I said it earlier. I said whenever somebody's talking about race, no matter how how they're defining it, they are always going to be at the level below subspecies. So this Absolutely. is this is what I said. But now within within that, you got three main uses of of the word. I said some some people use it in a social context. Which, which which is very very broad fuzzy vague and and it's basically just based on looks surface looks Pheno, phenotypical traits that people interpret exactly okay so that's one two is that some people use race to mean the taxonomic uh level of species when they say hey we're all one race we're the human race what they really mean right. by that is that they really mean homo sapiens sapien so right. that's that's number the two right the subspecies exactly so okay. So now, now the third way of the word race being used is a more current, is a more uh, um, recent usage, which is the biological race, which is which is basically what biogeneticists do when they uh, do a DNA analysis and they're able to anchor your your data into a geographical location. So so this is why people like Rick Kittles he doesn't use the word race. He'll he'll use a word like um, bio bio uh, geo geobiology or something something like that where he right, where, right, where, right. where he's combining Genetic variation or something like that right right so so these are the different ways that race is expressed among people so so yeah so you you preaching to the choir so we 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 all on the same page with that so i just wanted to i just wanted to call in man i just wanted to keep up the good work guys man and, and just keep putting it out there keep putting that jab out there because a lot of people we still have a lot of that 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 uh, uh, Abrahamic faith in us, and and, and and it's like messing us up on the on the scientific level. So guys, just keep up the good work, man. And uh, I'm a supporter of the work. And uh, in any way I can support y'all, y'all got I got y'all back, man. All right, peace. Yep. Hold All right. So y'all, did you come up with this concept? Which one? What you just said. What just what 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 I just what you mean? Which, which part did I just say? Hey, where you at, Jackie? You can talk. You act like your, your mic on mute. What's your problem? No, what I was saying was that. Hey, hotel. Uh, peace, Jackie. First, let me greet you, Jackie. Jackie. Peace, peace. Um, let's clarify the fact right now that when it comes to 
uh, identifying these three concepts of race. This was something that Ankh and I was discussing for what, over a year? Try three years. Try three years. <laughs> so what, what Wuja was communicating to you is that it's a consensus that we have come up with originally starting with the research that I started doing about the difference between the social construction of race, the, um, <coughs> the biological race, as well as the taxonomic race. Because um, for a while, uh, we do know that race was being described as only a social construct. And I had an issue with that when I was constantly hearing that we are all one race, not really acknowledging variations uh, within the human species. So I commenced to doing research on my own and doing the studies and finding out that a lot of this we are one race uh, often is to correct the past of, let's say, the word race itself having so much baggage to it. So um, people are trying to, in the scientific community, they are trying to remove the term race and find other more suitable terms to more accurately describe uh, the human diversity that you find within the homo sapiens sapiens subspecies. And I want to read this passage because this has been work that I've been doing, as I've said, for over three years, correct? Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> what we are doing is that I want to quickly read this because often people who or the layperson who is hearing scientists say there is no such thing as race, they're not understanding that people in the scientific community are not saying that there is a human variation. They're saying that the traditional socially constructed definitions of race is not applicable. So I'm going to read this real uh, briefly. It's called The Forensic Anthropology and the Concept of Race. If races don't exist, why are forensic anthropologists so good at identifying them? And this is by Norman J. Sauer. Um, he, was, he is an anthropologist from Michigan uh, State University. And you can find this online, actually. Um, now, he was one of the earlier proponents of the non-race concept, okay? So let's just read exactly, just briefly, what he means by that. And he says, uh, or at least saying that um, he acknowledges human variation. Uh, it says, no one argues against the race concept deny that human variation exists or claims that this variation is not systematic. 
In fact, it is systematic variation that allows anyone to estimate with varying degrees of specificity a person's place of ancestry from their physical features. Um, and this is where it it's kind of funny because it's like you just described uh, the definition of a biological race and you're acknowledging it, but yet you're trying to eliminate the term and try to say there's no such thing as a biological race. So you kind of hear some double talking within the paper, within the same paragraph, and it says uh, behind that previous statement that um, this. However, to identify a person's having ancestors from, say, Northern Europe does not identify about biological race from Northern European. Okay. But now, once you go to the conclusion of the paper, you really find out the true agenda of why he wants to say there's no such thing as different races. And it says this, the forensic anthropologist plays our field staff of approval on the traditional and unscientific concept of race. Each time we make such a judgment, it's a problem for which I see no easy solution. Perhaps we could avoid the term race in our communications about cases, substituting ancestry or some other word that has less baggage than race. And now that is the true reason why you often hear many anthropologists geneticists and biologists who are saying there are no such thing as biological races. Not so much that <laughs> there aren't, that there isn't biological races, but that because the term or the word race itself has a lot of baggage and they're trying to get away from it. Because when you look at the various terms they're trying to replace the term race with, when you look at the actual definitions, it comes out meaning the same thing as race. So, yeah, that's, and and that's that's excellent because that's the that's the point that we need to really really emphasize. And this is what we what um, I was doing as far as on in the Facebook group was to just kind of let people know to be aware that there's that depending on the different um, discipline you are having a conversation with, you got to be mindful of how they're using the word race and, and stuff like that. So, so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a problematic term, but we can iron it out with, with just simple understanding of what people mean and when they mean it, you know? Um, and then we could kind of use a more objective way of describing this stuff. So this is why we discussed earlier. Um, you have haplogroups, which is, which is, a, a recent thing uh, in terms of all this, you know, this topic, but haplogroups could really be used as a distinguishing factor, you know, in terms of trying to classify or categorize uh, populations and so on and so forth. You know, um, another one is they call, you know, you got the Deems and the Kleins um, and each one has its pros and cons. So, so we're just trying to push people to just start to be, be up on that information so that so that when we do narrow down better ways to have these classifications because no matter what we have to classify things that's that's what we have to do in order to analyze understand anything uh, uh, on on the planet Every, everything is classified or put into category that's that's they call overall they call it ontology where where you're you're uh studying existence and trying to categorize existence itself so we have a classifying 
nature about us. So we have to have ability to do so. But but when it comes to these final things, we got, you know, the lines get blurry and then that's where we have a problem. That's the only reason why people have a problem, because they, they're trying to go below below the level of subspecies. And 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 there's not enough uh, not enough work has been done to try to get an, an objective way of describing this stuff. So, so I, I, think, I, think, I think work has been done. It's just that there's a lot of disagreement. You know, it's, it's and also um, when when they were talking about biological races, even now they have incorporated genetics to half of the groups. But we know that in the beginning, you're talking about morphological traits, such as your size, your height. Um, your weight, but especially the cranial structures. Yes. This was the primary thing they were studying with cranial structures in And you will still find forensic anthropologists today um, who, after you pass away, and if they have to investigate your death and find out or uh, how you die, or basically identify your body, excuse me. They can still look at your bones and still make a very highly accurate classification of your ancestry, your biological ancestry, or AKA biological race. Yeah, and that's and often something that is not often discussed in mainstream media, especially to to the layman, because. They are really trying to push the there is no such thing as biological races. It's all a socially constructed definition of race, which is not necessarily true. And this is why we are coming to bring uh, the most correct information um, to get <laughs> to prevent the propaganda wheel um, confusing individuals. And yeah. so how we discuss the taxonomy system race, uh, uh, definition of race. Then you have what you call the biological races. It's based on your morphological traits and your genetics. And your morphological traits includes your cranial structure. It also includes your skeletal body bone structure as well. Um, and then also, and of course, you know, they have hair, skin color, uh, things of that nature. And then you have the socially constructed form of race. I prefer to call it the color caste system, okay, because it's <clears throat> our color caste system that exists in the United States of America is primarily based on your skin color, okay? You can have various individuals of uh, different racial backgrounds that can be classified as either white or as or black, and that is a totally different <laughs> um, show. But it has happened, yeah. and even uh, now, when you look at um, the the classification, the social uh, socially constructed uh, race of white you'll notice that various people of different backgrounds are being listed that you would 
biologically call them a different quote unquote races or ancestry. And All right. have those who are Go ahead, Jack. I want to get some uh some questions out of the chat room. Okay. Uh Okay, I, I wanted to read this this uh, taxonomy thing. Uh, this one thing that people um, need to understand that for th for those people who who reject now these are for people who reject uh, taxonomy due to the fact that they feel like taxonomy was first developed prior to uh, the human genome being um, mapped out and prior to genetics and stuff like that. If you understand that uh, the taxonomic system has always been uh, upgraded as new data has been made available. So if you notice on the page, this is simply Wikipedia on taxonomy, uh, the biological usage of taxonomy. And it says that with the advent of such field studies as phylogenetics, cladistics, and systematics, the, the Linnaean system have pro has progressed to a system of modern biological classification based on the evolutionary relationships between organisms, both living and extinct. So that's very important for people to understand that that the tax taxonomic classification does include the the relevant available data that is currently in the hands of scientists today. All right, so they so they do deal with phylogenetics, morphology, as uh, Sister Jackie said, which deals more so with uh, skeletal um, structure and stuff like that, um, and all this stuff. All this stuff is included now. So, so there's really no need for anybody to reject or or reject the taxonomy um, system. It's just that they don't include race. They don't go below subspecies because they haven't really ironed out a a consensus way of of describing it, you know. And that's where we are right now. Right. And also, uh, I just like to read this real quick. <clears throat> this is coming from the. Miss Smithsonian Institution, and you can look this up. Uh, can you identify ancestry? If you notice now, the Smithsonian Institute is not using race; they prefer to use ancestry. Okay, so they say in the bones of a human skull express inherited features from one generation to the next. Many of these features have developed in response to evolutionary processes including adaptation to the environment. Since certain anatomical features are found with greater frequency, their presence or absence of ancestry. And forensic anthropologists by examining the morphology or shape of the skull by taking measurements of cavity and data from populations. Scientists can evaluate the individual's relationship to a world group. And it goes a little bit into the main three ancestries. Phone going in now, Jay. And how they are. What's, what's the, hey, Joe? Yes. You got any more calls? Uh, let me see. Let me let me see what we have here. We got um, I don't know. Who, I don't know who spoke yet. We do have somebody else on from um. It says a lot of. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. 
And of course, hold on one second, bro, before we get to you. Jackie, was you finishing up? Well, I, I was just Hello? Yeah, but okay. Jackie, you're breaking up a bit, though. No, that's not me. All right. Okay, let's take the call. While you figure out if it's you or not. Go no, I, I'm, I'm here and you breaking up. Yeah. Uh, so, no, Jackie, you you were breaking up differently than like Uncle's breaking up like you were breaking up before, but you were you were just going in and out a little bit. Okay, I'm just can I briefly just wrap this up? Uh, all I was just saying was adding to the fact that about the morphological trait that is uh, more specifically the skeletal structure. As Unc has always said, the bones don't lie, right? And I also brought up this article because we need to understand human variation. Let's not get caught up in the propaganda of there is no such thing as different human variations of people or quote unquote races of people or types of people because then you're discrediting evolutionary process itself. And if we are talking about being honest here about and, and promoting or at least teaching about evolution, this is the evolutionary process. We are an example, a living, walking, breathing example with our human diversity. Um, of the human evolutionary process, and that should be respected and honored, and that's all. And you can continue from there. Yeah, that's good. So, so <clears throat> hopefully, people understand that this is a you know this is not something that we can no longer like. If we were back in the seventies and eighties, yeah, we could talk. You know, these vague, these vague look lookership type of descriptions. You're black. You're white. You're colored. You're Negro. You're white. You're Caucasian. You're this. You're that. But now in the era of genetics and uh, the availability of, of so much data, we have to keep up and be very precise. And we have to be as objective as we can in, in terms of how we describe these things. So um, I hope everybody's appreciating that and, and um, put in the work to study also. So um, yeah, Uncle, you said, you said uh, call it. Um, yeah, if anybody- you talking, remember? Yeah, uh, if you if you're on the line, I think it's in Nevada. I I just only see the city. So if you if you had a question, comments. Yeah, peace, everybody. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah, peace, man. This is a uh, brother Wally, also known as Thick the Black Falcon. I appreciate all the love on the channel too. Uh, I wanted to just make a statement really quick. I appreciate all the work that y'all put in doing this evolution because uh, it's really important. And uh, also, I, I kind of want to say something to everybody listening out there. Uh, when we when we deal with like Shake Anthony Diop or Dr. Ben, like y'all gotta realize they gave they, they gave a life for the research that they was trying to put out. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to all the diverse species on on the planet, it's kind of silly that someone would. Well, first I want to say like it's like a crime scene. You know, when I look at evolution, it's a lot like a crime scene. And it's crazy to go into a crime scene blindfolded and to have, you know, a little bit of speck of light and think you have everything figured out. You know, we've only discovered a, a little bit as far as, you know, all the diverse species 
just dealing with ourselves. We we really got to be a little bit more patient with the information that we're getting. And also dealing with that information, people like Sheikh Scanty Diop and Dr. Ben put us at the forefront. We were almost discarded as far as evolution goes. And they put us back in the forefront where we belong. And I think that's being overlooked. And it would be really sad and disheartening 40 years from now if people like that are swept under the rug instead of being our heroes, instead of being recognized on a national and global level for what they have done for black people all over the world, the services that they have did. So I think something like that needs to, to be uh, talked about because 40 years from now, our kids might not have the privilege of knowing about them simply because we sweep things like this under the rug and it needs to be uh, more light needs to be shed on it for people like them who have brought this information forth and given us an opportunity to not only dig into uh, white academia a little harder, but to understand ourselves and what was taken from us and get it back. So that's that was that's all I wanted to say in uh, peace and black power. Uh, yeah, Uncle, you wanna? Um, I mean, really, Uncle, what you gotta say on that? <laughs> no, man. I mean, shit. I, I, I agree with brother, man. Um, uh, oh, Holly, man. Shit, I ain't mean, must have really had that piece right there, man. Um. I hope that um, y'all kind of got an understanding of the article. I'll go back and look at the show, rewind it, take notes, get your pen and paper and take notes. Uh, this is important. This not to make that shit up as you go. This not the pseudo ship. This ain't none of that. You know what I'm saying? This is clearly uh, recognizing uh, a scientific method, recognizing the origins of certain information, so if you're going to read a blog, why not just go to the source of that blog? Go to the source of the information. Don't allow another person, right, to write something when you yourself can go to the actual data itself, right? You can figure out how they reach their conclusions. They give you all the methods. They give you dating methods. Learn something about the dating methods. Educate yourselves. And the question is, well, how does this help me today? First of all, Right? You're not running around your household teaching your kids foolery and you have them interested in science and technology. Right? You have them wanting to be more educated. Don't just kill them with the religion. Religion kill them. You know what I'm saying? Religion is the easy way out because all you got to do is just believe. Now force them to use that mind. Force them to, to push forward. Force them to bring new groundbreaking ideas because doing that, that's what the African did. The African, three million years ago, put technology right to the planet. Plain and simple, fire, stone tools. This is for Homo sapiens. Feel me? Those in Africa, you know, dealt with fire tools. Motivate the family around you to enjoy the experience of examining the natural world. It's a beautiful thing, and it's all learning. It's constantly learning. So when you take a shortcut and play the pseudo ship, because you think that's interesting, go deal with the real science. It's nothing more interesting than Mother Earth and Mother Nature in all her forms. Don't get no more deeper than that. Don't get no more broader than that. How, how can you get broader than the cosmos? Endless and boundless. Like, like, like every day there's something new to learn. Feel me? So that's why we made that distinction, that sharp line. That crystal clear line. 
that, that crystal, like, watch this. Let me show you a crystal kid. I'm going to draw a line in the sand. Some of y'all might not like it. Watch this. Hey, Uncle, uh, can't hear you. No, we can hear you, but you, you know, you're kind of breaking up, though, like before. All right, let me see. Breaking up, breaking up. <clears throat> Still breaking up. Yeah. I do it like this. Hold on. Got another. Oh, somebody left out. Oh, that's a brother that raised that point. Somebody asked a question about um, Out of Africa 1 and 2. Just Oh. <laughs> you did? Right here. I ain't bringing no more, am I? Oh, there you go. They're breaking up. All right, hold on. Let me find this book on Amazon, right? Um, shit. Title of the book. Damn. Hold on. Let me get this straight right here, man. Nope. Nope. I got this from Kendall, right? Man, hold up. Somebody said that Patah, the Egyptian uh, nature, Patah, is really ph <laughs> like ph you know the uh ph as far as the uh the ph scale and i know man i know i know y'all i know i get it we get it i know to be right <laughs> all right <laughs> let me come to the book damn let me come to the book by Zaza Ali. All right. Let me give you an example of promoting old misinformation and pseudoscientific mm. ideas. The name of the book is Black Matters, the scientific invention in our affairs. Okay. Now, I just read an article, right? All y'all know the, the 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 couple about an hour and a half ago, and the, 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 the I don't know why I keep losing the damn the damn article, right? But the article was dealing with the origin of our species. Remember that? Yep. And I came to that section where I talked about uh, Iceman inheritance. Talk about that book. Remember? All right. Now. Watch this. So this ain't no uh this ain't no hate or beating up the sisterhood. All that, all that is y'all want to make it be. This is not that. I think that the women in the community got all the right to teach you they want to teach. They want to teach new age spirituality. Man, that's what they could do. They want to teach the crystals, the lighting of the candles. Man, they could do all of that because that's their right as functioning black women. And they can write what they want to write on any subject they want to. That goes for the men, too. They can teach about astral projecting. They can do all of that because that's their right as a living organism. 
But what they can't do is they can't miscategorize what they teach because black people deserve more than that. We're in a situation and we need to be able to fight our way back out. This is important because the rest of the functioning communities around the world have absolutely made it a thing to make sure that they have drew the line. And so we just drawing the line. Ain't no love lost. It is what it is. So where's the line going to be drawn? I have to put this book in the category of pseudoscience. And it ain't just me, because we could do, we can go, wait a minute. Because we can figure out what category does Amazon put the book in. <laughs> Had to get y'all going. Hold on for a minute. Let me pull the book back up. I lost the daggone book again. Wait a minute. Mm. Type that book in Amazon and see what category he's in. Ujjal, see what category he put that book in. Because I got on my Kindle. Um, I got on my Kindle. You did real quick. I don't think I'm just making up shit. Okay, uh, repeat the title. Uh, the title of the book is, ladies and gentlemen, Black Matters. B-L-A-C-K-M-A-T-T-E-R-S. Value one. And man, some of y'all may go buy the book, man. I bought it. Read it. We just got to put it in a certain category. You just can't just... Amazon will take the categories in. Mm. I got it up, but it's not giving me the category. You know what I'm saying? At the bottom? Peace, peace. Peace. We hear you, bro. Uh, just trying to quickly look for it. I do not see the book itself. It's not giving me a category. It is. Hold on. Let me see. All right. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. All right. Maybe I missed it. Hold on. See, there you go. No bomb. No. What, what? All right, let me. Okay, let me read. Let me let me read for that. Let me read. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the chapter, first chapter, right? And we're gonna read about eugenics real fast. All right. So, and it talk and starts off with uh, Margaret. Uh. Sandra, she says, colored people are like human weeds and are to be exterminated. White lady statement, something you can expect coming from some Europeans. She goes on to say now, now this is Zaza, she goes on to say, eugenics is a scientific ideology. Ujao, is eugenics a scientific ideology? No. Nope, it absolutely is not. Let's get that straight. It's a pseudoscientific ideology. <laughs> All right, so got that out the way. Um, it says 
scient is a scientific ideology that is rooted in black inferiority. Nope. It's not. It's not rooted in that. It wasn't rooted in dealing with black people. It was dealing, it was rooted in dealing with people, period. Rooted in a misunderstanding of someone's information. And watch this. Goes on to say, and white superiority. All right. Might be some white superiority, but it wasn't rooted in black superiority. They weren't even talking about black people because they put eugenics on, on, on everybody. It wasn't just black people. Now, it's, superior, it's expressed and explained by science. Nope. It's a, it is the brainchild, right, initially of Charles Darwin. False. And she says in her book, it is the brainchild initially of Charles Darwin, false, and his peers, right, who created the doctrine of evolution, evolution and natural selection. Nope. Remember, Darwin came up with the theory of natural selection. All right. And it had nothing to do with eugenics. It says these theories suggest that humanity evolved from apes. Nope. That ain't what. <laughs> the theory of natural selection was, and it ain't what it was, because Charles Darwin tells you in his book, right, that man, based off of the fossils they found of extinct apes, in any place you find the oldest extinct thing, that the later things must have presumably came from that, and human beings too, right, based off of the oldest fossils found in Africa, them too must evolved in Africa. Darwin didn't say nothing about people coming from monkeys of age. Now watch this. And that white or Caucasian race is the most recently evolved, the youngest, and therefore the highest grade of humanity. Nope. Evolution. There is no direction in evolution. I'm going to say this again. There is no direction in evolution. The mutation don't got to be positive, and the mutation don't got to be ne negative. Do you hear what I'm telling you right now? So this is this is misinformation at an all-time high, and it's not scientific. Yeah, and and see the thing is, like when people say it's it's scientific or whatever, you know, it goes back to what we said earlier about the word race and how that's used, or even the word theory. Like the layperson says theory, and then they mean one thing, but then the scientists use theory, and they they mean something different. Well, the same thing when they people say that eugenics is a science, you know, I understand what what's meant by that, but it's not like a science. Science is more so. You what know, is you, meant by that? Explain no, because it's, it's 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 really a a a philosophy or an idea or a movement. Because you got you got the Nazi eugenics, you got the um, eugenics, uh, the idea of trying to purify your gene pool and stuff like that. So it's it's curve too. The bell curve is also a part of eugenics for intelligence. Uh, right, the rating. IQ exactly. The whole IQ, the uh, you know, whether somebody's criminal, a deviant person, all this kind of stuff. So I'm just saying that it's a it's a more like an ideology that's that's trying to be applied, you know, and 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 carried out as opposed to like a science. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just a difference. So we, people got to just be careful with what you know what they're calling a science and stuff like that like anthropology 
is science. You know, linguistics is a science. Biology is a science. Astrophysics is a science. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to be careful with that. They don't have scientific data to back up their superiority, basically concrete, but they still want to prophesize it. Right. And then, you know, so anybody could do do a little research on eugenics and see how it, the idea came up, you know, and um, most famously known would be the Nazis because the whole thing about exterminating a, a certain gene pool and stuff. That's the first thing people think of. Is, so, uh, OK, so you know, so watch this. Let's finish reading the origin and development of eugenics. Francis Galton. Uh, watch this. Say the concept. No, let me go down. Say the idea of the modern project of improving the human population through statistical understanding and heredity used to encourage good breedings was originally developed by Francis Galton and initially was closely linked to initially see that was closely linked to Darwinism right okay and his theory of natural selection. Do y'all know what Darwinism is? Darwinism ain't got shit to do with Darwin. Yeah, so hold up. But now check this out. So so that that's what the brother that's what the brother was just leading to right now as well. Because when you when you create these these movements or these ideas or or projects, they they were trying to back it with some kind of scientific mm. uh data. And so they were trying to link it to Darwinism and uh, trying. The theory of natural selection, not really understanding what Darwinism. Hold on, well, watch this. This is going to tell you. It was closely linked to Darwinism and his theory of natural of natural selection. Galton had read his half cousin Charles Darwin's theory of evolution, which sought to explain the development of plant and animal species, and desired to apply it to humans. Based on the biological studies, Galton believed that desirable human qualities were hereditary traits though darwin strongly disagreed with this elaboration of his theory so right off the rip darwin disagreed right with francis galton this information been here all right so we can't mix this shit up and we can't do it now watch this. It's saying 1883, one year after Darwin's death. So after he died, Galton gave his research a name called eugenics. With the introduction of eugenics, eugenics relied on an ideology of genetic determinism. Y'all gotta look that up. In which, hold on, in which human character was due to genes, unaffected by education or living conditions. Many of the early geneticists were not Darwinisms, were not Darwins, Darwins, and evolutionary theory was not needed, right? Evolutionary theory was not needed for eugenics policies based on eugenics determinisms. So when you read in this book right here, when she says, this about Charles Darwin and his peers created the doctrine of evolution and natural selection. They say these theories suggest that humanity evolved. That's not even true. It don't suggest none of that. And therefore, the highest grade of humanity. Nope, that's not what it takes. The chronology yeah. of layman terms. This is in layman terms. Go something like this. 
Africans descended from apes or Africans are primates. All right. Okay, let's get that straight. Okay, from apes eventually evolving from Neanderthal type. Nope. Remember we talked about that idea earlier? We didn't evolve from Neanderthal. That was outdated and has been debunked by science. Remember that? Being a mixture of human and ape. Nope. It says as evolution progressed, the full breed African. Nope. Full breed African. What the hell is that? Or human manifested and moved out from Africa throughout the world, giving life to the other races, ethnic ethnicities around the planet as the climate and environment change our races and ethnicities evolved to create new phenotypes observable physical characteristics the caucasian was the last developed as mankind was perfecting itself to bring about their race then she goes to explain what natural selection is she gives the truth on that right it say the process hereby the organism better adapted to its environment you see, tend to survive and produce more offsprings. The theory of his the theory of its actions was first fully expounded by Charles Darwin and is now believed to be the main process that brings about evolution. Nope, not no more. Uh, uh, a natural selection is one of the mechanisms. There's sexual selection. There's horizontal gene transfer. There's genetic drift. Okay. See, we give it on. She goes on to say, Caucasians are the strongest race of people on the planet. And this, there is no question. Caucasians are, no, Caucasians are the youngest race of the, of people on the planet. And this, there is no question. According to the theory of natural selection, humanity became better adapted to their environment. Yep. And produced more, not just humanity, organisms. Dawn was talking about organisms, right? and produce more and better offsprings. Nope, they produce better offsprings that fit the environment. Offsprings, this is the underlying agenda behind the science and ideology of eugenics. See, she got it all mixed up. So yep. racism, white supremacy, with, 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 with eugenics has nothing to do with evolution. It's all mixed up right here. So I just wanna get all that very clear, right? Uh, she goes on to say, uh, let me finish this. This underlying agenda behind science and ideology of eugenics. In order to stay in line with the original subject matter, I will have to expound on this subject in future works. But based on my studies, natural selection and evolution is taught by Darwin and Western science, Western scientists is nothing short of a lie. See how she doing you? Evolution as a natural process, the butterfly uh, watch this beginning as a caterpillar is uh, factually is factual evolution. What? That's not true. A, a butterfly start started from caterpillar to a butterfly is development, y'all. That's not evolution. That's not, that is how is that not evolution? It's not evolution, man. It's development, yo. Just That's like a baby in the womb. Baby in the room is development, man. Just like you going from one to five is development. It's not evolution. I yeah. used to mess that up too. I'm just letting y'all know it's development, not evolution. It's not only developing, it's evolving at the same time. No, no, no we you, no, no, we have we have to we have to make the distinction between development 
and evolution. Evolution, evolution is through generations. The development is within is within a single uh, a single living organism where you go from one thing to another. That's called development. That's that's the scientific um, definition of both of those words. They're distinct. So 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 a human being coming out the womb or a human being starting off as a as a uh, zygote or whatever. Uh, when the egg is fertilized, we develop in the womb and then we develop into a fetus and then we're born into a baby. We become an adolescence and adult. That's uh -huh. the, that's not evolution. Okay, well, let's look it up. Evolution, according to the journal of nature. Evolution is the process. Oh, hold on for a minute, bro. Hold on for a minute, bro. Hold on. One sec. One second. It's according to the journal of nature. Evolution is the process of her, uh, of, of heritable change in populations of organisms over multiple generations evolutionary biology right is the study of this process right it's the study of this process hold on which can occur through mechanisms including natural selection sexual selection and genetic drift yep there you go so you got to understand the difference between development and evolution, two different things. We need to have all these things clear when we're dealing with people who works and all that. Now, I'm glad you made the distinguishment, right? But what I want to say is, just because they are two different studies does not mean they're not pertaining to the same thing. So just so that's like revolving and evolve. You have to revolve, evolve and revolve into one of the same things. So if you're making a distinguishment of the evolution but what would you call the development of a planet i would call it the development of a planet and there is no such thing as devolving brother no such thing it's just yeah there's no direction no it's not no hold on for a minute bro now i'm gonna let you talk uh, so to do this for me brother give us the link so we can look it up all right, but let me let me let me just clarify. Let me clarify development versus evolution. Now, remember, in the in the in a science, I don't want to cut you off. You were you still speaking? Let me let me just say this: the the difference between now this is for the this is for the listeners who are listening in. Development, there's a difference between development and evolution. Evolution is a is a generational um phenomenon. Yeah. And, de and development is a is a living organism. Uh, phenomenon, and I just gave an example of a baby being developed in the womb of its mother, and then it, it forms a feet into a fetus, and then it's born, and then develops into an adult, and then you know we go through life and we die. That is development. Uh, evolution is a generational thing. It takes generations, and it deals with uh, the population, the gene pool of population. So those are two distinct things in science. Now, on the layman on the streets. You may think that development and evolution mean the same thing, but in, in the scientific environment, it is not. A a generation is usually twenty five. What twenty five? About yeah. twenty. Give or take twenty five years. About twenty five. Yep. Okay, so, so then you so when you so when you turn twenty five years old, what happens after that? Are you begin to you begin to evolve? No, a gen no no. When I say when I say twenty five years, that's what's classified as a generation, not not within the same person. Like like for example for for example for example, you yourself cannot be your own ancestor and your descendant. <laughs> so come on now. So so the generation is classified as twenty five years because 
That's the average. That, that's the average. Hey, wait a minute. That's the average age that a human being has offspring at the at the age of 25. So they're talking about 25 years is counted as a generation. Years. That's 25 years is 25 years. I know what they're doing, but 25 years is 25 years. Now you said I cannot be myself and my ancestors as if my ancestors don't exist inside of me. No, I said, I said, no, I said, you cannot be your ancestor and your offspring at the same time, brother. Well, hold on. Let's get a definition. Hold on. So we don't debate. Your grandfather and your son at the same time. Exactly. Thank you, brother. You, 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 you cannot be your grandfather and your son or daughter at the same time, brother. Scientifically, can I? Scientifically, can I? No, 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 you cannot, brother. We're dealing with gene pools, brother. <laughs> hold on, bro. Hold on for a minute, brother. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me read the definition and let you talk, so so that we don't go back and forth. I don't mind you answering the question. I just want to ask it first. All right. Well, hold on. Let me let me read. Hold on. Let me read the definition. I just read the definition for evolution. Let me read the definition for development, and then we can continue the conversation. Development, according to the Journal of Nature, development is the process of growth of the individual from a zygote to adult. It includes, right, the, the coordinating processes of cells, proliferation, mortality, and differentiation, right, the patterning of organs, right, regeneration, and uh, I think this gamblogenesis. Uh, central concepts are the progressive uh, commitment of restriction of cells fate by expression of genetic program and the subsequent pattern singling signaling of future fates to uncommitted cells now that ain't got nothing that ain't that ain't evolution yo you can't mix it two, yo. i get the definition brother now when you plant a seed in the soil and it becomes a plant what do you call that what, what do you call that development 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 that's development yeah. So it takes time for this plant to change its form to what you would call the evolution. That's development. Yeah. No, it, it no, the, the plant, the plant itself, while it's still living and going through its processes, that is all development. That's all under the umbrella of development. Remember, yeah. remember, evolution deals with several generations. That's a generational phenomenon. That's why I said, that's why I said you, you can't be your 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 father and your son at the same time. No, I, I get what you're saying, bro. I'm not trying to take 25 years out of context. 25 years to me is 25 years, regardless of who's trying to give a definition to it. You I got something saying? for you. I got something yeah. to help you. But it's 25 years. And and generation that's, is a generation. So so yeah, so 25 years. So 50 years, that's is that not two generations? That's correct. That's not a fact. I want to go with the semantics. I want to just stick with the fact. Is 50 years old. Are you alive for two generations? Yes, you are. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you uh -huh. are. So yep. What I'm saying is you can apply your physical reality and your living existence to generational scientific theory, just like they just said with a caterpillar what? and a butterfly. No, no, no. no, 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 man, you, no, no, no you are genetically, but consciously you're not the same person. So you can't call yourself the same people because consciously you're not the same. Consciousness is nothing but a thought. 
But hold on, hold on. Before wait, wait. Hold on. Let's let's stick. Hold on. Let's let's stick. Let's stick, let's stick, let's stick with what you said. Let's stick. Hold up. Let's. Okay. One second. Let's let's stick with what you said. You said you said that uh, fifty years is fifty years. Like you said, twenty five is twenty five. But now you got to understand what generation is. Generation generation is is either you talk when you speak in generational terms, you're talking about offspring, either somebody that came out of your loins or some or loins that you came out of. So although you live to be 50 years old, you yourself self consist of one generation because you are still alive and you're still yourself. Although 50 years have transpired, you've lived for the equivalency of two generations, meaning that at 25 years old average is when the average human being has their offspring. So they so they calculate a generation to 25 years. So a but a, a butterfly coming out of a caliper state is just development. That's all it is, just right. development, not evolution. Uh, at, so, does, so do each individual um, uh, animal and insect have their own generational um, timeline so if yes so you got to take that in consideration too when you even though you give the uh example of a butterfly you got to take into consideration their generation timeline as well it may not be the same as humans exactly but uh uh um a butterfly matter of fact if you if you look up different insects different creatures or whatever we, we don't have to use butterfly we can use any any other thing they have uh generations or else if they didn't they would become extinct so they have generations as well. Now, the, the generational time lapse of a of a butterfly would not be 25 years. That 25 year uh, time stamp on, is human uh, generation, generational terms in human. A, do, a dog generational, a, a generation in dogs would have a different numerical value than it would be in humans. Okay. I got something better. I got something better for you. No, no, it's based. It's based on the average. It's based on the average time that a dog will reproduce, just like it's based on the average time that a human will reproduce. And that average has has they worked it out to be around twenty five years. So they give twenty five years per generation. So like if I say four generations back, I'm talking about my father, my father's father, my father's father's father, my father's 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 father. So that's four generations back. And 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 that could be twenty five years apiece. It's possible that it could be twenty five years apiece. And in respect. Why evolution is really based on an external force coming into your actual atmosphere, and you still finding a way to evolve and generate effectively. That's where evolution really comes into play. So, in the event we say, or, or historically. These bombs came and hit this island. It was the uh, bombs were filled with plutonium. Seventy years to hundred years later, there's trees growing with plutonium in it. Now I can say that as an example, that is evolution mm -hmm. because it was an unnatural uh, element introduced into that atmosphere, and the trees still found a way to grow. And didn't kill it. Mm -hmm. Yep, some adapted. Just just yeah. like the the pepper the the, the, the peppered moth that you found in Europe and the pollution, right? Remember Europe had a pollution problem. You remember you watch, watch those movies and all that goddamn uh, pollution, that fog, London fog, y'all remember that, right? Well, that fog actually affected the trees. And over time, them trees got darker. So the spotted peppered moth, right? 
that, that was white with, with black peppered on it, right? Those moths that were once camouflaged on those light trees that end up being affected by moth, I mean by the small, when those trees start to change, right? The, the outer bark of it became darker, right? Those moths that were darker amongst the spotted moths, right? They started to survive because they was no longer standing out. So, so, so the predator that would eat the moth now can see see the, 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 the whiter moth better than they can see the darker moth. Look it up. Spotted moth. You, you feel me? This is evolution over generation. So over time, right? Over time, the spotted moths that had the dark wings, right? Natural selection selected that for survivability because the predators can no longer see the lighter moth can no longer see the darker moth as opposed to seeing the lighter moth. So over time, the population of moths will get darker because the darker ones survive more because less of them are getting eaten. That's, get that. That's evolution. I can yeah. do the same thing with the mice, with the sand mice. And and, and just and just 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 in regular conversation, this is how you know that we we should know the difference. No, no one will say I have evolved facial hair. We we will all say I have developed facial hair when I when I went through puberty, blah blah blah. We don't say we evolved facial hair. No, they're two different words, so clearly they're two different things, like a meteorite and a meteor. That's my point, is that they're two different descriptions. Yes, I agree with that. But they are pertaining to the same subject at hand. No, no it ain't development and evolution. You saying biology. You saying biology, right? Okay, but what's your question though? What's your what what what, what what's your question though? It's not evolution, though, bro. Look, the formal definition of devolution is descent or degeneration to a lower, worse state. So no! What the hell you get that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm reading the definition off of Wikipedia. No, that ain't what that say. What the hell you get that from? A worse state. Did I hear that right? Let me finish my point. The word devolution, devolution no. is a such thing. Right. It's That's a pseudoscientific term, though. That's not real. Yeah, devolution is a pseudoscientific. There is no, there's no direction in evolution, man. That that's why the sister can't make the point that because the white man was last, right? That made him better. Let me let me say what I gotta say so you can say it to it, so I can get an answer to what I'm saying. Because I'm not just saying it just to challenge you. I want to actually get an answer. Devolution, right? Devolution, right? We all have a soul. We all have flesh. Which comes from the earth. You oh, would have to explain, right, the process of the spirit or the evolution. No, of the no, I don't. No, I don't. It's two different subjects. One is religious. Spirit, soul is religious. Evolution is scientific and natural. Evolution explains natural processes, bro. Spirit and the soul explains. Hold on. Spirit and the soul explains. Listen, let me use the science thing. You have listen. energy inside of your body, electrical energy that is responsible for your living and life on this planet. You have that energy. Wait, hold on. Let's, 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 let's quickly, hold up. Let's quickly back up though. Let's, let's quickly back up because we have to see, we got listeners, we got listeners on, on here. So I want you to understand. I want everybody to look up the Wikipedia article that the brother read from. The first sentence says that in modern biology, the term devolution is meaningless. 
It says evolutionary science deals with the selection or adaptation that results in populations of organisms genetically different from their ancestral forms where evolution has what? No intrinsic directionality. So the word devolution is meaningless in modern biology. Okay, okay, wait a minute. I went to your source, brother. I, I went to your source because you said that you were reading directly from the wiki article, but but for whatever reason you skipped over that. So I'm just informing the listeners that 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 even yeah, you said you were reading from the Wikipedia article. So I'm just showing that your source, not mine, your source says that it's meaningless. Okay, look, at they're talking about what the source says it's meaningless. Let's read the definition and then ask ourselves if this is plausible. The definition again. Let's not use definition. Let's use our intellect to see if this is a plausible reason. No. No, 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 no. Nope. Nope. I can't let you finish, bro. The generation. I, I can't let you finish, bro. You know why I can't let you finish? Because your intellect ain't got nothing to do with this. Your senses, your seeing, your hearing doesn't have, have absolutely nothing to do with this, bro. How smart you are, how dumb you are, ain't got nothing to do with this. It's all about the testable data that you can verify, bro. It was going fine all night. I'm just trying to get a couple questions. Okay, but what's your but what's your question? A couple questions. What's your what's your question? You got me running around a variable round right now. You mixing religious titles with science, dude. That's why we getting mixed up right now. If you want to ask the question, ask the question. I'm trying to ask one question. I want to get addressed on one question. Okay, what is your question? Ask the question. What is your question? Okay, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Hold up, let me answer the brother's question. He's 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 basically saying because there's an up, there's a down, there's a right, there's a left. He's basically asking what is the what is up. You're on, a, you're on a planet that's going around the sun. So when is up? How long is up, up, and down, down? Come on, man. <laughs> okay, but hold on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what the what the opposing pole of evolution is. You ready? It's it's not evolving. You have evolving and not evolving. Mm. There you go. Like like if you take away the resources that an organism needs. Then, then, it would not, then it would not evolve, but it would stay in the same present form. No, e evo evo evolving is changed. So, so remember e the 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 word itself. If you want to deal with lay terms and the lay uh, meaning, evolve means to change. So, it, the opposite of changing. Wait a minute. The opposite of changing is not changing. It's as simple as that, brother. So, so e evolving the opposing thing that you're looking for is not devolving. It is not evolving. What's the what's the what's the what's the, what's the opposite of true? Not true. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Man. Can we read that? To make your point valid. Hey bro, go ahead and read. Go ahead. Tell me something that doesn't change. Man, listen. Let me finish reading your thing that you was trying to read. In biology, there is a preference for hierarchy of structures and functions, and that evolution must mean progress to more advanced organisms with more complex structures and function. 
Those errors in turn are related to two misconceptions that evolution is uh, supposed to make a species more advanced as opposed to primitive and that minor species that have lost some of their function or complexity of their ancestors must accordingly be degenerate forms. Know, however, that degeneracy in this context has little to do with the current technical use of the term degeneracy in biology. There you have it, man. Why would you even bring that out, bro? There's hey. no such thing as backward evolution. There's no such thing as dev devolution. That's a pseudoscientific evaluation of evolution, man. Come yeah, on, man. brother, brother. This yeah. is what I, this is what I, this is what I want you to do because because you seem to harper on words. Uh, uh, what does d? What is the prefix d in front of evolution? What what does that mean? What does d mean as a prefix? It's going the opposite direction of it's backwards is it means backwards it means backwards right yeah so okay okay hold, no no hold on hold on walk well I'm, I'm walking with you so so d the prefix d means backwards so when i put d in front of evolution as a prefix i'm i'm actually saying backwards evolution now the, the reason yeah. why it's meaningless is because there's no such thing as forward evolution evolution is not directional so so that's why that's why it, it has no meaning I'm, I'm just explaining it to you and, and to the listeners, all right? But go ahead. Meaning progression and backwards meaning degressing, not in direction. That's not what I did direction. We're dealing with progression and degression. Now, I want to make this example. When you're dealing with insects, birds, bees, species, and humans, and you look at the ecology of the planet, all right? Can human beings survive without insects and plants and the effects that they have on the ecology? Or can animals survive without human beings? Because when we talk about this level of consciousness and devolution and evolution, how has humans even Drawing evolved? Drawing the line, yo. Right? I'm going the line. This conversation ain't for this show, yo. I'm going to draw yeah. the line, yo. Because now I'm starting yeah. to get frustrated. Now you done cut me off. Let me finish reading this pseudo book right here, bro. You sound like you helped to write this damn book, man. Because you tripping. I'm not asking the book. I'm asking you. You're not I'm asking me nothing. You're asking me a religious term. you asking me some kind of belief, bro. Ecological question. You didn't ask me an ecological question. Are humans more conscious ecologically than insects and animals? No, nigga says you. So no. No, you're no more important than the fly, dude. I'm going to say this again. You're no more important than the fly. As a matter of fact, 99% of everything that has came into existence, right, has died out. And I'm sure that the homo sapiens sapiens will die out too. So what's your next point? Can I move on? No. Yeah. Every, Not every, no, but hell no. Everything that's alive today is alive because it survived so so everything that's alive along with humans has has the same uh survived in the evolutionary timeline just like humans so we're still living and all the creatures that we see around us are still living so it will be it will be egotistical of humans to feel like we are in that sense that we are uh, more progressed and so on and so forth so i don't understand i don't understand where you we actually killing them actually we want to keep it real the way how smart are we? We ain't that smart. The ant's been around for for for, for 
a couple million years, billion years, bro. Not billion, million years. Termites, 350 million years. We and only been around for no more than what, 300,000? Come on, and it, dude. And, and it depends on what's your criteria for smart. I mean, smart is such a subjective thing. Like, like right. now, now, now you're getting into eugenics descriptions of, of IQ and smartness and, and this and that. A plant is intelligent. I tell you what, I tell you what, brother, brother, you, you may have some good questions, but that's a, I'm going I'm to let you know this right now. You, you are talking different. You talk apples and oranges. Now, now you get into yeah, the, the actual, the actual argument of what is consciousness, what is intelligence yeah, on, and stuff like that. And that's, and that's really beyond the scope of what, what we're talking about. So I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, let's not even do that, yo. You got me getting frustrated. Yo. I need to stop it. Let me calm the hell down on this one, yo. You look, bro. How talking about evolution, and we you... cannot we cannot grasp the concept of how human beings might have devolved intellectually to where we are today. Okay, all right, all right. Let me. All right, what's the what's the gene? Oh, let me ask you. Let me ask you quick. What's the what's the gene? What's the gene? What's the gene for intelligence? What's the gene for? Because 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 this whole tonight tonight's conversation is about ever is we're talking about we're talking about genetics and things like that so what is the gene for for, for you to say yeah, that gene, yo. that we devolved and 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 all this intelligence stuff we're having a conversation about taxonomy i think uh, we're genetics devolving and so now like we're devolving so now now you're talking about something that's dealing with intelligence so where give me the give me the gene for intelligence so that i can see that it it either uh did what you said as devolved or it's evolving because you're equating evolving as forward progression or advancement and devolving is going backwards and so on and so forth. That gene hasn't been discovered yet. You know, they found the gene uh, when um, Caucasian people came, uh, when they started mutating, when they mutated, they found that gene when they mutated and they started becoming lighter. To, uh, yeah, blue eye, uh, the one for blue eyes and, yep, and um, CEO. Um, and all that stuff. CL245A. So they found the age gene. They found the age gene. Yeah. But they haven't found the intelligence gene yet. Where's that? So, so normal melanin is not intelligent? Oh, no, nah, man. You know what, dude? I ain't going to do All right. So I'll tell you what. We're going we're gonna to table the. the he said what? He said what? He said neuro. Neuromelanin is not intelligence. All right, man. Let me neuro my ass up out here, man. I, I'm devolving. I now believe you. You have convinced me. I'm devolving. I, I am devolving to a babbling idiot at this point for 20 minutes talking to you, man. Good, 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 good yo. You officially won, bro. Black African power with that, yo. Let me finish reading this right here, though, yo. Let me get out of here, yo. It says, but your mind somehow explaining these things are intelligent. Then that's no, let me not just want to finish. Right, but hold up, brother, brother. All right, all right hold on. Let me let me let me get some closure with the brother. So, brother, I'm, no, I'm ain't gonna... no closure with that with that nonsense, man. There is no closure. No, it's I don't want him nonsense. to talk over you. Hold on, hold on. I, I want him to talk over you. So, I'm saying so, so, uh, so we're gonna table, we're gonna table your your conversation for another show. So, so let's just do that, all right. And I'm I'm um I'm gonna go we're gonna go on to the ne next we're, caller though. We're gonna, uh, all right, go, we're go ahead. We're gonna call it the, the the devolving show. We're gonna do it especially for you. It says so. I was talking about natural selection evolution is taught by Darwin. Western scientists is nothing is nothing short but a lie. We know that's not the truth. It said evolution as a natural process, a.e. the butterfly being as a caterpillar is factual evolution. No such thing. It say however this uh differentiates from the cycle of life 
of humanity and its origins. Man, look how wrong that is. It's a there, there needed to be a scientific, psychological, and sociological explanation for the global presence of black, indigenous people around the world, for their dominance in all things relative to civilization, and the time frame for these ancient civilization versus the age of Caucasians of your race, the white race according to their own science, whether implied or stated, outright uh, represents the end result of this naturalization process the tech the technological and social advances made since since their beginnings are used to prove their belief in their own supremacy it is this scientific falsehood that gave birth to the likes of margaret sanger founder of what is is now known as the planned parenthood it is also the false falsehood that is misleading academia in school systems around the world to this day. Hence, we have the vast amount of study on the brain, anatomy, physiology, features, hair, skin, melanin, genitalia, and genetic makeup of black people all over the world. There is no doubt that black men and black women precede all races. They say it is physically and biologically impossible for the white race to create black. Okay, I don't even keep reading that shit, man. Listen, man. All right, this is a pseudoscientific book right here. We're going to draw that line and put it in that category. Although right. she might be a nice person, a good person, the science in the book is not even science. I just want to make that point. It has nothing to do with disliking a person or nothing. We just need to start drawing clear lines of demarcation between science, right, religion, and pseudoscience. Well, she'll come in here like, like my man just did. He mixed all kind of shit together. <laughs> All right, plain and simple, and that's where the confusion comes out, and that's where young young dudes like pseudo law come out and, and reign the day. Yeah, because and, of this. And 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 um, I'm looking at the comment says reading white man definitions out of his books. See, I don't understand when people it's say dumb, stuff like yo. that. Why the hell are you speaking a white man language then? Yeah, because it's like it's like you're typing on. You know, using a Germanic language, typing in a Roman script, but yet you're gonna say reading the white man's definitions out of books. See, that's that. See, this is why we gotta do what we gotta do, man. We have a lot of work to do, y'all. I'm telling you, we we're gonna have Somebody to fix actually it. wrote that. Who wrote that? What's that guy's I name? Tell him. I just want to tell people, um, what? science is free for everybody in the world, <laughs> and no, no one race. Or group of people can colonize science because being that it's so universal, uh, it, it, it can never be done. So white man science, it's, science is universal. It has nothing to do. The same thing a man can know in a, in, a, in the mountains, a man can know on the in the Sahara. Right, right. That's so, and and the people have to understand science. You know, we I mean, we we had that conversation before, so I don't even want to re revisit that. That's just that's just some crazy stuff. See, that's people do that because they don't want to break the barriers of their own knowledge. We have to start expanding our knowledge and put in the work. We got to stop being lazy and stop blaming people being scared of reading books just because a, a purple person, white person, boom, or whatever. I give you an example. I'll give you an example. The pyramids, right? It took a Greek to to translate how 
they got the third side of the triangle. It's just that they anointed him with the formula to your name. To your name, you know, whatever you discovered. But that knowledge was there. You understand? That knowledge wasn't where he was at. He had to come and and decipher how the third side of the triangle with the formula was, basically. So that's just an example of how science is universal. Yeah, I mean, it has to be universal, yo. hmm. Damn. (laughs) Like, that's why we deal with that. Because it ain't got no color to it. Now, you, you can interpret it. You can do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, the data, how they say it, white people will lie. Black people might lie, but numbers don't. That's why we deal with that. Yeah, I mean. Listen, what about what, what about Sudo lie? He's a liar. How can we catch him? We can use science to debunk him. <laughs> that's like That's like saying eating is the white man's thing. You know, it's it's like eating is the white man's thing, reading is the white man's thing, or whatever. People just don't understand it. Like I said, it's it's a backdoor excuse of not putting in the work to study, um, to blame it on the white man or whatever. As if oh, as if, as as if all black authors of of books can never ever lie or be wrong or incorrect. That's that's a setup for failure right there. Oh man, oh man. Come on, so, man. You got pseudo lie running around here, miseducating motherfuckers, telling him he's starting a daycare. Then he lied. Lied. Kept the money. Ain't had the day. Man, come on, man. Y'all need, seriously, man. Like, at the end of the day, bro, I tried to tell niggas from the beginning, yo. I tried to. I told y'all two, three years. I told you two years ago. I said, I smell a rat. And I tried to tell you, based off my experience, based off of being in the street, based off of checking out people, based off of being in the cult of Miwabo, based off all that, yo. I knew that dude was out of his mind, yo. I knew his character wasn't there. <laughs> I knew it. I'm going to keep it real with you. Uh, I work in mental health. You know what I'm saying? And I study. Yo, where are these trolls coming from, man? This is like Troll Friday night. I mean, what? Yeah. What's, I, I mean, mean it's Friday you know, night. I study behaviors. And sometimes, I'm going to keep it real. Some people be undiagnosed out here, man. Yeah, yo. I look at people different. If you look at mental health, you look at people different. Yeah, psychology psychology is a very important um, scientific field. I I encourage everybody to at least at least you know uh, become familiar with. I you know people don't have to get a PhD in there, but definitely do some knowledge on that. Man, get literacy, man. Scientific literacy, man. So that was the end of the questions. Uh, hold up, let me see if anybody else. Is, so nobody else was on the phone. Hello? Now you want to say something? I mean, mm, Jackie want to say something. Go ahead, Jackie. We're gonna end with you. Uh, when I'm, I, I think a good article, some good articles because I noticed uh, intelligence kept being brought up. The what? Intelligence. Where do we get intelligence? So there, there's an article of uh, foreign biology by Cell Press uh, titled Intelligence by Ian J. Deary. And it was just talking about, you know, uh, it goes into intelligence as phenotype. Uh, where do we get intelligence? 
And from this article, it's stating that uh, causes of intelligent differences and causes of intelligence are uh, twin and adoption studies provide evidence that differences in intelligence are heritable. You get intelligence from observation. So, sir, let me finish. You guys been going and talking. I'd like to at least finish my thought, please. <laughs> now, <laughs> are you, Highness? Uh, you have genetics and environment. So, they're not excluding either one. Okay? So, I suggest that. Um, to read that and then there's another article uh, dealing with intelligence is, is intelligence determined by genetics and then uh, researchers have conducted many studies to look for genes that influence intelligence many of these studies have focused on similarities and differences in IQ within families particularly looking at adopted children and twins these studies suggest that genetic factors underlie about 50% of difference in intelligence among individuals. Other studies have examined variations across the entire genomes of many people to determine whether any specific areas of the genome are associated with IQ. Um, these studies have not conclusively identified any genes that underlie differences in intelligence. It is Say that. Hold up, hold up, Jackie. I'm sorry, you're going a little too fast. Say that last part one more time. No, because I know what you're trying to do. Next, it is likely. Hold up, just real quick, just now, because you were you were kind of you were kind of uh, breaking up a little bit. I'm saying, just repeat it again. These studies have not conclusively. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear now. No, we can't hear you. Identify any genes that underlie differences in intelligence. It is likely that a large number of genes are involved each of which makes only a small contribution to a person's intelligence. So then it goes on to say intel intelligence is also strongly influenced by the environment, factors related to a child's home environment and parenting, education, and availability of learning resources and nutrition, among others, all contribute to intelligence. So a person's environment and genes influence other and it can be challenging to tease apart the effects of the environment from those of genetics so I suggest also uh, reading that and reading some of the articles that is associated with that okay that's excellent and and so so people need to get that read it because you know I, well, I don't even want to summarize what you said people could read it on their own because it's basically a, a fuzzy, um, complicated thing. Because because you know that's the whole IQ you know IQ gene or whatever. Even if it's a set of genes, deal with with the intelligence. Just like among a one particular um, population, there's diversity. Just like there's a diversity within a population. Just like there's a diversity um, across populations. So this is what this is what the struggle is to try to, uh, I guess, quantify, you know, these descriptions and things like that. So, you know, 
uh people may interpret that and then the brother asking about consciousness and intelligence yeah, he running with that shit now yo matter of fact we need the whole article yo the de de devolution hey jack uh, but, you seen that article yo but let me i was, I was uh, see what he's trying to be involved too what do you get involved to but he's trying to say uh intellectually so i was like well Thank you, like, you so if 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 information is the source that your brain is used to use to evolve, you know, in that theory, you know, I, I understand where he was trying to go with it, but I was just like, it's too pseudo in a sense. I mean, but the thing is, is that when you in in a in a in a conversation with biology and evolution, intelligence doesn't um, intelligence doesn't fact doesn't come in. It's it's on the periphery because. You know, uh, if that's the case, it's like, okay, why, why do we, you know, go go through schooling and education and stuff like that? You know, we, you know, depending on your institution or your conditioning as an adolescent growing up and stuff like that, that can vary what's being qualified as, as intelligence. So it's like, what do you mean by intelligence? That's why they got the bell curve, the IQ thing. You know, that's not a measurement of intelligence because people in a different environment, Yes. may may have the have the equivalent intelligence but it's just a difference because it, it's all based on the criteria you know and they, they do this all the time they, they they do these tests and and show that all the time so i understand that but 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 Kalika law been patient he, he asked about the outer africa one theory i just want to touch on that real quick the outer africa one theory is um different than the outer africa two theory when when people just mention out of africa theory without without putting a number on it one or two they usually mean out of africa too and and out of africa too uh theory uh, also incorporates the genetic information the dna information and st all that kind of stuff the migrations out of africa and that's the recent uh migration out of africa one is prior to the genetic uh information and they deal with older so you, you're dealing with a different era of time you're talking about um you know uh the earlier uh, migration of hominins out of africa you and, and then and then the other other one is more of the modern uh anatomically modern uh human beings migrating out of africa those are the two differences so you got the archaic or even the hominin uh migrations and then you're dealing with the homo sapien sapien migrations so that's the major difference between uh uh out of africa one and out of africa two exactly they are waves they were waves I said, I, I told someone in the chat room one day, it was just a theory. I said, you know, they always want to show Africans as Bushmen. And, um, but I said, you can say the Bushmen is equivalent to the hillbilly over here. Because if you think about it, they stay in a relatively secluded zone. I, I believe they were a part of uh, a major cluster, but they veered off the main cluster of, of, of people that they were with. I, my theory is like, if there's a thousand um, homo sapiens in one area, when they migrate up, you may have a hundred that may want to go left and a hundred that may want to go right. But the main 800 will still go in the direction of whoever they want to go with, whoever they want to still be their leader. And um, that's how the waves and, and and, and different types of uh, mutations occur once once we have those separate hundreds that want to veer off and do their own thing. Right. 
Hey, um, though, I think, I think, uh, along with the topic of, of devolution that people, uh, bring up, which is meaningless in the conversation of bi biology and things like that. Also, along with that, that's like a, a, a cousin to that is the concept of recessive and dominant traits, although recessive and dominant traits exist, but the way that people think about them, you know, as if recessive means bad and dominant means good so can you clarify that we no it don't it don't mean that it don't it don't recessive and dominant i just did a whole class on recessive and dominant so for instance six fingers of gene or dominant gene huh huh six fingers is the dominant dream to do the and do any of y'all want six fingers <laughs> Only if it's normal, man. If it's a normal thing in, in, in our uh, populace, why not? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, down is not what you want it to be, right? It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. Yo, we talked about recessive dominant, Jay. We talked about the reset. Watch this. Dominant. Let's take the mouse. Let's take the sand mouse. This particular sand mouse lives on a lava flow. The lava flow is black. <clears throat> right? This particular mouse is black. That mouse has a dominant gene that makes his coat black. Now, this particular mouse also has babies, right? Next generation. And all of them don't come out black. They come out brown, right? The lava flow is black. Now, a sandstorm comes and pushes over, right, for a few hundred years. Now, the lava is no longer black. The lava is covered with brown sand. So now that dominant gene that once helped that mouse flourish because it was uh, less susceptible to its predators because it blended in with the dark lava. Now, that same gene that was dominant, right? That recessive gene that created the brown mouse now gives the advantage to the brown mouse because it's on the brown sand. So whether something is dom not dominant or recessive, right, is based off the environment that that trait is expressing itself. Mm -hmm. huh. Could be good for you, could be bad for you. Don't know why I want to <laughs> run around with six fingers, but that is a dominant trait. Right, so that's a that's a good example. So basically, so yeah, that, that, that dispels, because dominant and recessive exist. Like nobody argues that uh dominant um what do you call it alleles um and and stuff like that they pass on and and you know it can express itself in the next generation but whether it's good or bad for it for a living organism that is depend that's separate that's a separate thing so that's that needs to be dispelled because people look at recessive as being bad because obviously obviously having having a plentiful melanin in a in a uh, arctic environment would be bad, even though having plentiful melanin in and of itself is a dominant is a dominant trait. But if you if you move up to Scandinavia somewhere, and you um are are um you know uh, highly melanated or whatever the case is, you're gonna suffer from uh, what is it rickets eventually or or you know vitamin D deficiencies and and whatever else. Yeah, if you don't find a substitute vitamin vitamin D. Yeah, you're done. Right. 
Ah oh, man, okay. I got the article real quick from the poo, the poo, the Okay, I got it. All right, got it. Nope. Right. This is crazy. This is a crazy ass website right here. We're not gonna be able to do it, bro. <laughs> I will. We'll look at it another time. I mean, uh, next time because man, yeah, it's can. like three o'clock now. Yeah, we can't do this one. Hold on. Yeah, somebody asked, uh, how do we evolve? from our last ancient generations huh? considering the state of being that we are now. Huh? All right, well, now me, this is the last thing I say for tonight. I'm just going to repeat what we said earlier is that that in a in an evolutionary continuum if we were to walk through that continuum timeline in real time there would be no such thing as the uh a recognition of those changes and so what does that really mean is that every generation uh before a living organism organism and its offspring is of the same kind type species whatever word you want to put in there it is the same thing so every living organism is the same as its parent and its children so if you were to walk through the evolutionary timeline in real time, uh, you would not see any changes at all. So yeah. so when people say evolve from and this and that, you know, in a sense, if you do that, there is no changing. The only reason why we're able to talk about, discuss and analyze these changes as evolutionary changes is because we are taking snapshots from two distant times on the timeline. So when we say homo sapiens sapiens, in other words, there was never a, a period where a homo erectus gave birth to a homo sapien. Just like this and the same thing, just like you didn't go to sleep as a as a child and then wake up the next day as a as an adult. It doesn't happen. Even even when we have birthdays, there's no difference between when you went to sleep the night before your birthday and when you woke up on the day of your birthday all you do is arbitrarily assign a new number to to your age because of how long how many times you've been around the sun but your your biological time clock is is fluid it's 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 a fluid uh change that you do not recognize like staring at a clock all right so check this out you know harvard claimed that they found man where these trolls are coming from aging in mice so Found what? Found what? Harvard scientists claim they found a way to reverse aging in mice. Okay. So hmm. can if and then when they did the study and they opened up the mice, they couldn't tell the difference in the muscle regeneration of a, a three-month-old mice and a two-year-old mice. Okay. They gave them something called NAD one. Mm hmm. Yeah. You can check it out. You know what I'm saying, um, but that's what Harvard is claiming. So yeah, put the uh, article if you if you have the, if you have the whatever you're talking the article or link or something, uh, post it in post it in the chat. Uh, yeah. I tried and it doesn't allow me to. I think that's for the spamming. No link. Oh, just take out the um the www and the dot just so we can. Oh, I can put link. Why can't I put links in there? I just put links in there. Like I put the link in there dealing with intelligence real fast. No, you can, but the uh, if you're not a moderator or the owner of the oh, channel, okay. yeah. Okay. okay, yeah, there I go. All right, I mean, y'all know I put a link in there dealing with genes and intelligence. 
Y'all need to read the whole damn thing. Uh, uh, Unc, I did hear of an old study saying that if women that are pregnant read mm -hmm. more, it could affect the, the you know the brain development of the baby. Yeah. All right, it's lesser. Could everybody wind it down? Opera music. I heard that one. Oh, play no damn hip hop, baby. Gonna be dumb. So, but listen, I hope I hope people, uh, at, at the very least, You're they done. listen. They listen to this, um, this, 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 this hangout, and they will take the time to look up taxonomy and get become familiar with the taxonomic classification, uh, um, ranks and their labels, both, and then learn how to, um. You know, learn how to start articulating and explaining what's going on, you know, because genetics is definitely changing the game. It's changing the conversation. We can no longer hold, hold to these old ways of describing things um, in terms of race. You know, um, this whole concept of race, we have to really, really revisit it because, you know, like, for example, oh, matter of fact, yeah, let me do this real quick. Yeah, this is a good thing. Let me let me pull up a picture real quick. Let me find it. Yep. Yep. This is going to be the last thing I, I want to share and show. I'm going to show this right here. Because I want to ask, I want to ask people in real time. Yes, indeed. Uh, pull up this picture. And if anybody's seen it in Amara Squad uh, Facebook group, don't say anything. I don't I want to ask a, a straight question. Um but uh, Tell me when you can see my screen. Oops. Go ahead. Oh, it's taking forever. All right, there we go. I hopefully everybody can see that on the screen. Can you see it? I just want to know if you pop it up. Is it popped up? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me make sure I got this in there. Hold on. Man, you know how family are sometimes, man. You know, Jackie, that's my people for real, yo. She's just stressing me out. Okay, so look, my question, so this, so everybody should be able to see this picture. Now, my question is, uh, well, I didn't even go through the whole questioning thing. But yeah, I'm gonna ask a question. By looking at by looking at this picture of these two women, uh, would you classify them as the same race? No matter what race you you do give them, or what term you use, but I'm saying my question is: Would you classify them as being uh, in the same race? And and answer yes or no. I know I know it's a delay. No nah, hell no, man. That's a white girl, man. That's a mixed chick right there, man. All right, so you say so you say uh, a white girl, and then the other one on the right is mixed. Yeah, that's a mixed sister. With because we can tell by the hair, yo. We can tell yeah. by the hair. <laughs> Okay, so now, so now, now, okay, so now, um, but now, now, if anybody was in the Amara Squad Facebook group, you already know what I'm going to say. So now, these two women are twins. Now, so socially, based on the social construct of race, the one on the the one on the right on the left would be would be called something different than the one on the right. Now, what they would be called specifically, I don't know. Most people will say the one on the on the left is white. And like Unc, you said, the one on the right, they'll say she's she looks either Latino, Hispanic, or just mixed. They'll just say she look mixed. 
but the one on the right i mean the left they'll say she's white all right but these two women are twins so this means biologically they have the same mitochondria haplogroup and they would have the same uh they, they come from the same father so they have the same paternal haplogroup so biologically they are the same they're of the same now if we turn if we deal with biological race they will be the same biological race so yo, how in the hell do i unblock jackie man i mean i'm blocking yo <laughs> well how you, how you do that new job you know how to do it uh nah sure don't oh man i mean do that i'm gonna get cussed out yo damn i mean to do that go ahead yo finish Okay, so I just I just want to make the point. I just want to make the point, drive the point home that mm -hmm. these two women are are twins. They come from the same mother and father, and gotcha. they are and they are twins. And so socially, they will be classed differently, but based on the social racial classification, because that that is uh, ambiguous. It's based on lookership. It's based on um, just the surface judgment of phenotypical traits. But now on the bio, once you go into the hood and look at their biology. They are the same. They have the same maternal and paternal haplogroup. They have the same thing because they have the same mother and father. You know, uh, mitochondrial DNA is passed from mother to daughter. Uh, the Y DNA is passed from uh, father to son. You know, so if they had a brother, if they had a brother and he had, he had a DNA analysis, that's how they could get their paternal haplogroup, et cetera, et cetera. But they have the same father. So they are uh, twins. So they're biologically the same but socially they would be different all right so and there's a whole bunch of examples i can give uh but this is just one that sticks out so i want people to understand that this is the uh one of the points that we're making for this entire show uh especially when it comes to race is that race has a different connotation depending on the um environment of the conversation so biological race these two women will be the same socially these two women will be different you know what I'm saying? Hands down. And they'll probably be treated different uh, in, in, in society. They'll probably be treated different, looked at differently, and so on and so forth. All right? So I just wanted to drive that point home. Mm. Killed him. Killed him, y'all. Good one. Okay, but hold up. Somebody said, no love for, for Thug Life says, twin siblings can have the same mother but different dads, the eggs can be fertilized by different fathers. Okay, uh, but in this case, on my on my particular picture, I just want to put put it for the record. That's not the case here. These two uh, women are twins from the same father and the same mother. And I can show I can show several. Matter of fact, all you have to do is Google Google biracial twins. Just Google biracial twins and look at the images. And you will see babies, you will see teenagers, you'll see adults, whatever the case is, you'll see it. Matter of fact, one couple in, in particular, I got their picture too. One couple had two sets of twins and both of their sets of twins was, was you know, they looked just like this. They came out one look socially like a different race than the other twice. So they, so they, they, they did it twice back to back. They had two sets of twins, you know what I'm saying? So, so, um, which is, which is crazy. So anyway, that, that, that just shows and shows and proves and drives the point home. All right. So I just want everybody to, uh, understand that. 
All right, man. So, all right. So now you see why. Now you see why. Now me and Jackie are terrible, yo, for years, yo. <laughs> Don't you, Joe? Yeah, you and Jackie, boy, y'all be going at it. Can't do it, yo. Y'all go at it. I can't do it, yo. Anyway, man. Um, she just threw me with all that. Reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute. Oh, what happened? Oh, uh, Uber conference. So who's on Uber conference? Oh, nobody's on Uber conference. All right, man, so hit that thing, music man. Let's get about it, man. I appreciate y'all coming in. Make sure y'all put that, hit that, hit that bell up there, man. That way, when we get live shows, man, it show up on y'all, and y'all know we live, man. Appreciate y'all coming through. Any closing statements, there? Let me make a closing statements for Jackie. Oh damn, she ain't here. Yo, we got into an argument. I won that. <laughs> oh damn. Go ahead, y'all. You wanna make some closing statement, man? Uh, no. I just hope I hope people um will take everything we said the whole night and have learned something at least at the very least uh be inspired to go uh do some research and um to go look up taxonomy, look up um what was the other thing we talked about? Oh, and you you reviewed the um the uh what's you know latest thing in the news about the uh, 300 uh 300 year old um skull or skeleton and stuff like that um yeah and and see we have to do this we have to do this so we so we can make the conversation better we have to we have to expand our knowledge to to have better progressive conversations about about all these different issues when it comes to genetics and evolution so people can stop saying the wrong stuff we don't come from monkeys we are classified in in these in these um, under these labels and ranks because of shared characteristics, you know. So just keep that in mind. Nobody has a problem of saying they're a mammal, but at the same time, nobody's saying you come from a whale or a dog. But whales and dogs are mammals as well. It's just that the shared characteristics and they they are defined. You know, do we have eyes in front of our our heads and are we um, stereoscopic? Yes, um, prim all primates have that. Uh, are we bipedal? You know, do we grow hair? Do we lactate? Uh, do we regulate our, our body temperature through, are we warm-blooded basically? You know, stuff like that. These are characteristics that they use as criteria to classify things. And that's it. So we don't have to be scared of the labels. We don't have to call it the white man's this, the white man's that. I tell you what, anybody who, who does do that, come up with your own rank and and classification system and the criteria you got to do all three come up with the labeling come up with the hierarchy and come up with the criteria do that and then and then let's see what you come up with so you know anyway that's all i have hmm. got you well all i got is man man you know who it is man it's getting heated around here yo but at the end of the day man we don't got no love anybody we talking shit to back and forth man ain't no love lost for nobody appreciate anybody came on the show you know what i'm saying i feel, feel like i have devolved well <laughs> 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 oh, hey let me let me say something too yeah so because what, what's gonna happen is people gonna watch the video hold up people people gonna watch the video and they're, mm -hmm. gonna, and they're gonna hear the interaction between you and Jackie, and they're gonna try to make something. No. They're gonna they're gonna try to blow it up. But I, let me say, as a witness, y'all have no, to realize. Jackie. Hold up, y'all have to people who listen. Y'all have to realize that Unc and Jackie always do this. They go through this all the time. So so it's just that you know y'all y'all just be a part of it. They go through this all the time. So it ain't no 
it ain't no nothing like no hate or nothing going around or or what no nah, i ain't no 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 just, that's how we get to it that's how we i mean it's the battle that ensue yo that's what we do yeah i just you know i'm just saying i don't want people to blow that blow all that up uh out of proportion and stuff like that because that's how pe- you know some people do not everybody but anyway that was I'm trying to figure out how to put it back in. I can't put it, I can't figure out how to put it back in. That shit crazy. I don't know why that is. Let me see. I'm getting here so she can tell you that's what we do. <laughs> I, really I, I don't know how you uh un un Does anybody in there know how you unblock a person when you ain't really mean to block them? What do you do? I ain't mean to block. I'm just trying to just, just Jackie, come on. Um, um uh, somebody ain't gotta know, yo. I don't know. Somebody gotta know. Beyond me. Huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm I'm just reading the comments. He says, so we can explain the universe, the planets, and the galaxies. Actually, we can't. Matter of fact, um scientists don't know about dark matter. A lot. I mean, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson admits to the ignorance of that all the time. We don't even know what's inside the ocean on this planet. Everything that's inside the ocean. So, see, that's what I'm saying, man. People, people want to shortcut and short circuit the the work that it takes to actually do study research, because this is the place that people are operating out of when they make comments like that. You know. We don't, we can, we know all of this stuff, but we don't know how to get ourselves out of, out of oppression. Well, well, let me tell you, one of the, of the factors in getting ourselves out of oppression is becoming scientifically literate. And I repeat that one of the ways, one of the tools that we are going to need to come out, out of oppression of being oppressed is to gain scientific literacy. Are you down with that? Yes or no. It's just that simple. You can't run from being scientifically literate. Period. Nope. It says, who inspired people to take all these Egyptian names? Uh, I don't know. You got to ask, ask that. Yes. Asking, asking about, about uh, um, my name. Why, why, why does it have to be a who? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? True, yo. That's a dumbass question, nigga. Our yeah. ancestors inspired to take on their names. Now what? Yeah, a so name. Kick you out. A name is a is a is ident is an identity, and names have meaning. It's just that in the Western culture that we are find ourselves participating in in the United States, a lot of people uh you pick names arbitrarily just because it sounds good or whatever. They don't they don't do it in a very more um systematic way purposeful way you got people who are named after cars porsche uh cadillac people named after shoes and business brands and stuff like that um so name you know people's names have uh kind of lost their meaning it become pretty much arbitrary all right so i'm just looking at other questions why you why you looking you trying you still trying to figure out how to get jackie back in right yeah, my shit is acting crazy. I can't leave my thing. Hold up. So, any, anybody, does anybody else have any questions in the chat? I'm Hold just, just uh, asking real quick. See what last little things we can um, talk about. 
yeah. what can we talk about? Oh, but let me go back to um well nah. Cause I don't I don't see um I don't see any questions. So I'm gonna go back to that um how you how you get sounds to symbols type of thing. Um in the book, has the Egyptian hieroglyphic writing system been deciphered? A rebuttal to Walter Williams. And mind you, we did this out of out of uh, utmost respect to Walter Williams. Uh, in the book, um, it's explained on page 10, starting on page 10. Actually, the whole first part of the book explains it. But on page 10 specifically, it answers the question to what is a writing system? Um, and people have to realize that a writing system represents it's, a, it's the visual representation of speech. So you have to map, you actually have to map speech to symbols in a very, in a consistent way to where other people can use those same symbols and understand what sounds you have mapped to it. So in other words, if I map sounds to a set of symbols and then nobody else knows that but me, then that's not a useful meaning, that's not a useful or effective way of communicating. So a writing system is uh is the visual visual representation of speech and it you know goes into further i'm just i'm just giving a real real um quick and uh short and skinny uh of it and i gave the example of even english now english is the spoken language but but when we write english when we write the language we're speaking we're actually using a latin script a roman script all those characters, all 26 characters of the alphabet that we use are in and of themselves symbols. Mm-hmm. They're just not they're just not pictures. They're not they're not uh, imitations of pictures of things in our natural environment, but they are symbols nonetheless. And we have assigned phonetic values to them. Hands down. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get you now. Yeah. What were you saying? No, no, I just wanted to hold on. I think I can figure out a way. Go ahead, okay. keep talking. Yeah, so so even 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 when we when we map when we map English um sounds to these Latin characters, that's what we're doing. So so you know it's kind of we, we do it all day every day. So when people ask ask, you know, how can you map sounds to to symbols, it, it's kind of difficult to to imagine where the question is coming from when when we do it every day all day with with english as well you know so and and this goes for any writing system every single writing system on the planet is the mapping of the phonemes of that language or the phonology of the language as a whole into the graphemes graphemes being those symbols so what you're doing is you're 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 actually having a wedding you're marrying the phonology of a language to the graphemes the phonemes to the graphemes that's what you're doing and they're married and they're married happily ever after and they have to be in order for it to be effective communication so that other people can utilize the same set of symbols and understand what you're saying so it's very very um simple so i'm just i'm just trying to buy some buy some time so i'm just i'm just <laughs> talking about that but the brother somebody said that pata is uh ph you know that's that's some that's some new pseudo stuff. <sighs> All right, there you go. I got Jackie back in. Hello. 
So when you guys, let's say when you have individuals like that come in and they talk about de-evolution, you can refute it and say, well, there's not de-evolution, but we do have something called streamlining evolution. And do you understand what I'm saying? You it is like the correction. Gotcha. All right, cool. That's it. That's what's that's what's good. That does that make sense now? No, Why? it does. It it made sense when you um before you bef yeah it made sense before too. That's why I shared. That's why I shared the um the other article because the second the second article, the second article talks specifically about streamlined yeah lineage. The first article basically supports um you know supports the the meaningless aspect of of de-evolution and especially how people be trying to use it so yeah that's why i posted that because i wanted y'all i wanted y'all to see that first right how it's discrediting uh evolution de-evolution and then i posted that second article because it went more into the streamlining evolution all right gotcha okay yeah. That that's all I wanted to do was kind of like put something in there so we could correct people, you know, when they come with that. That would be something that we can give them in, you know, in that's all. Hey, that's cool. So 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 um so now, because in a in a previous conversation, so so this is how we got to push this thing from here forward. So we're gonna make the distinction, like when we have this. When we have any discussion below the level of subspecies, we just we just gotta make sure that we are kind of particular on on what how we're describing things. So, you know, are we describing things based on uh haplogroups, um, or you know, like like I said, social uh construct of race or the biological construct of race or how to say taxonomic. So as long as we do that, I think everybody will catch on to that. And, and I think people appreciate that. Mm, I think so, too. Well, all right. The mom, man, stay tuned for the mom, man. We have another exciting show. There's another dog moment. Y'all know what it is. All right. Um, so, like I said, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Hey, y'all know what it is, man. Hey, round here, man. We fight to get the thing right. Man, sleep us um, for the week. We're going to stay on for another hour. <laughs> We're gonna stand for hours. I see people got more questions, boy. Woo! Now let me stop. That's you, Joe. You you don't want them to go to sleep, yo. They got, they got some entertainment tonight. Yeah, they got a little entertainment. They got to see the inside battle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, boy. Man. Hold boy. up, Kemet. Kemet is biblical talk. What? Man, these people, boy. I swear. Yeah, that's question, what yeah. That's Malachi. This, but who was the Malachi guy, though, yo? No, it's, I mean, people had to, you know. Uh, hold on. He said, do you realize our ancients did not call it Kim? Kemet, right? Nah, man, we didn't realize that, yo. No, but listen, the brother, the person Malachi disciples, he cannot read the the uh, script. So really, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to use him as an example. That, that's an example of people that you just do not uh, you have to take with a grain of salt when people make these claims and stuff like that. Ask them for the evidence. Ask them to show their competency in the language. If somebody's gonna say you do not, you realize that the ancients didn't call it 
uh, Kemet, right? And so on and so forth. That's, you know, you got to start asking for people for their evidence because this what, is what how... What does Qatar represent, yo? He want to know that. Yeah, I saw that question. I didn't even... He, he thinks it, it represents pH. So I'm going I'm to I'm let him prove that. Like, the burden of proof is on him. Yeah. What the hell is pH? <laughs> he, he's talking about, like, pH, like, uh, 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 acidity versus alkaline, the pH. The really? pH. Because uh, of the P. <laughs> because of the P. <laughs> whatever. But listen for the, for the, for those who really for those who really want to learn about the Egyptian uh, deities, the um, the narratives that we call myths they define what the deities are and their functions. Damn, what shit funny? Y'all crazy man. Oh, crazy now. You all right over there, Jackie? Actually, now I got a bad head cold. I feel so sick. I feel so oh, so sick. You, 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 de you, you devolving. Only, <laughs> only, 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 <laughs> only, 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 only people who devolve get head colds. <laughs> streamline that, man. Stream, you streamlining. <laughs> yeah, I just been feeling like hell. Oh man, you and me both, man. So that's why y'all also caught a little bit of my my little sassiness tonight. Yeah, you was trying to hold on. I kept prodding though. You was trying. <laughs> Don't raise your voice. I see what happened was I devolved in that conversation I had. <laughs> hey, hey, Uncle, you sure you, you sure hey. that wasn't stream? You sure you sure that wasn't streamlining and, and, and you, you becoming more you becoming more advanced? Hey, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> Damn, it was on that time about son. He was mixing it up. You were just streamlining, sharpening that sword. That's all. Sharpen them, sharpen them chakras up a little bit. Didn't he start talking about chakras? No, I said sharpening that sword. You just getting sharpened. Mm -hmm. No, I'm talking about the guy that came on here and started talking about the soul and the spirit. I don't know why y'all kept them on for so long. I know, we always make that mistake, yo. I don't know why. Damn, that's like a habit. He was jumping from one pseudoscience concept to another pseudoscience concept. I mean, we got to make an example. We got to, I mean, sometimes we could use these as teaching moments. So, so because you got, because you got to remember these people are not alone. There, there's a, a group of people that think exactly like that. So some, sometimes you guys use them as I mean, teaching moments or examples. Anybody who believe in that devolution, I heard that before. I seen it on Facebook. So we, we take the opportunity to be like, nope, devolution, devolution is, um, is meaningless, you know, so we, you know, we could talk about that just like any other thing. So that's that's it. But the brother, you know, like I said, Unc had, Unc had to cut it short because the brother started going off into into uh, intelligence and consciousness, and then you're gonna get into the ethers and the chakra and the um, <laughs> chakras and the Akasha records and and, <laughs> and all those kinds of things. You already see where it's going. Melanated beings. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And look, now he's saying Amun means supreme darkness. Listen, listen, for anybody who's in the chat listening, uh, watching or whatever, you have to remember these people do not know what they're talking about. Yeah, man. All right. 
hands Y'all down. Sound like me twenty five years ago, making just taking terms and shit. Hey, exactly. um, seventeen years ago, what the hell was that new wipe? seventeen years ago, damn boy. Yeah, yeah. Did you check out that uh, video that we talked about with that guy? You know what I'm to oh, 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 yeah. No, no, not not yet. Nope. Matter of fact, I'm going to watch it. I actually, um, I saved the link. I bookmarked it, but I didn't watch it yet. What guy? Uh, the one that she, uh, she I sent to us. I didn't have to show up. I don't want to put his name out there. P-H, PH equals balance. How do you, wait a minute. PH equals balance. Oh, come on. Hold up. Now. Yeah, fine. He being funny, yo. Wait, Stop wait, that shit, man. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see. That's, that's what I'm talking about. This is how, this how you have to. Uh, he funny, uh, yo. Let me see. What do you say to that? Where you get it? This is this is why you have no, to. balance. There's levels to this, man. <laughs> ah, Malachi Disciplines says pH balance. There's levels to this, man. Yeah, you're right, man. You're over our heads, bro. You're there. You're deep. <laughs> deep. All right. First of all, first of all, uh, pH does not stand for that. I mean, listen, man. Anybody can just look. Dude, Joe, why are you trying? You know we knew about pH balance and chemistry. <laughs> you trying to take everything. Yeah, pH, else, equals, man. pH equals balance. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Patah. Oh, he got his beat on that one, yo. That's a, that's and, a and, Patah, and the thing is, Patah, it, in, in the language, Patah is not even pH. The, the, those two, those two <laughs> phonemes are not side by side mm. like that, where you have a P and an H. That's just wrong. What, what happened to the T? The, you know, the T is in between that. I mean, I mean, how you how how you just gonna take how you just gonna subtract a letter a, a whole consonant or a whole radical out of the word? Because the T sounds like the B, and you take the vowels out because you're taking all the vowels out. So that's my third eye. Third eye, let me know that, yo. Yeah, that's just crazy. Four or five, yo. They see y'all know about the four or five. <laughs> that's just crazy. That's how we're doing around here. See, we 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 are defending African scholarship. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do. And uh, you know, African scholarship, African, you know, the whole African school to um to all of these different things. You know, so y'all be on lookout for the for the African scholastic homeland security agency, you know. We, we we defend and protect. Oh, yeah, I ain't even get time. mine. I ain't even get mine. You ain't you ain't make mine, yo. I see everybody else got this shit made up though. I see how you doing, yo. Nah, we got you. I got you. Uncle, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, where am I at? I see nah, how y'all doing, though. That's okay. I got my shirt. I'm gonna put my shirt on. Y'all ain't got no shirt. I got my shirt now. Oh, yeah, when y'all whenever see somebody people see that 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 um. Symbol and stuff like that. It ain't you know? It ain't no no tolerance for any of that stuff. You got to come correct, and that's that's it. That's a wrap. Ain't no compromising. No compromising, yo. <laughs> Give number male, female, yo. Put you in the category. It is what it is, yo. All right, look. He said. He said. What is the origins of the word Kemet or KMT? Kemet. Uh, the word. The word Kemet. The word Kemet is a toponym. First of all, it's a toponym. It's a place name. It describes uh, a place name. So what I want you to do, Malachi disciples and everybody else, is to look up how Africans uh, utilize toponyms. 
and 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 what do they what do they factor in when they come up with these place names for people who don't know toponym is a place name so look that up and then you'll understand why Kemet was called Kemet but the word Kemet comes from the adjective Kem meaning black Mm. Where the hell you think it came from? It came from God, goddammit. Now, but pe people take that to mean to as if it means black land, and that's not what it means. Uh it's it's used as a as an extension of black becoming a metaphor for fertility or locations where water have access to. And everyone knows that Kemet was an agricultural society along the banks of the Nile. So we had a dichotomy going on. You had Kemet versus Desharet. Desharet means unbearing or desert as a, as a sum, su summary name, but it means a, a land that, that cannot bear, um, bear fruit, you know, bear food. Kemet is the fertile area. So you have fertile versus infertile. And they, and they uh, metaphorize these two colors. The word Desharet means red. The word Kem or Desher means red. Kim means black. So they utilize these two colors to denote the fertility versus infertility of the different areas of the kingdom. So I hope everybody understands that. Oh, yeah, that's a good breakdown. So just remember, Kim, Kim means black as an adjective. Desher means red. Matter of fact, the red crown of Kemet is called the Desheret crown. It's the red crown. As opposed to the hajet crown, which is the white crown. But Kim means black, Desher means red, but they use the color black or the adjective black to to denote metaphorically the fertility, because black is a symbol or metaphor for fertility um, and things like that. Desher or red was used to symbolize or met, be a metaphor for infertile um, desert. You can't grow things uh, in the desert, but you can grow things in nice. Uh, dark fertile soil that was a result of the Nile flooding. Oh that makes sense. Hey Jackie. Yeah. Can I read this text out loud? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm talking about the way you sent me. <laughs> Name. Yeah, I guess the questions ran out. So Damn. yeah, we ran out. We didn't ran out. Hey, Jack, any closing statements you want to make? Well, first of all, my apologies to my excitement close to the end of the show. I tried to contain the composure, but I didn't do so well. So my apologies for that. But uh, just um I am in full support of educating our people so that they can have a better understanding of who they are. Because this is all about understanding who we are, our place in the world, and our community. So that we can be uh, progressive as individuals and as well as 
as a collective of people trying to advance uh, to uh, empowerment for our so peace and blessings to everybody man hey joe man hit that man all right so we are definitely out of here so you ain't give your closing remarks hey man hey at the end of the day man white people will lie black people might lie but numbers don't lie and that's why we deal with science I'm a raw squad up. I'm a raw squad up. Magi archers in the building. Please believe. Oh shit. Nah. If you ain't Sinetta, no time for that interview, dog. I put my shit out for niggas. I don't send it to blogs. Clan kill off the Buddha, not being discreet. One puff this big pops and projectiles. Sun run, cold game, bring your cleats. The best flow blow, Eskimo, penguin feet. Don't need no blunt to burn You run the turf with ten niggas on the block That's a punk return Ayo, dolomite prototype Soldier with the solar light Saber and he hold it like he hold a mic Golden ice spenders Sipping on that overpriced poltergeist spirits Ripping at the open mic Spoke the nice lyrics like Mama move mean overnight Golden motorbike holding on some trying shit That nice neon kit is on it The king's libation with exotic liqueur Queen's vibration like a side of Shakur A lot of the poor imported foreign threads they ain't got at the store Nubian Kush, black top pottery jars 39% THC, the quality pure Old rappers try to spit ain't hot as before It's like I'm fine, like the ball, bust the shots at the floor Cats switch up their style when they ain't got it no more Cause they gotta keep their product in stores to feed their kids uh, see what that weed did? The yes man agreeing on everything we said I smell the mic like it's the love of my life Don't get sliced in beat with the butt of the knife Brother polite, I say I'm animalistic Cause I still be in the hood with my hand on my pistol The Hebrews think I'm cannibalistic E5 divination, channel the mystic Audio visionary, let's play poetical visionary Picture me burning down your missionary Yeah then I send you religion That red dot on your head That's Hindu tradition Invisible, independent, and transit shit I'll bring it all to an end With indivisible gains Charles Xavier, getting your brain Mental anguish, a manifesting physical pain Wizard remains the dance in the chemical rain Breathe slow, then I'm up out of this physical plane Got military machinery that exercise Weaponized greenery Shine out of jeopardize the scenery, son Bruh, the beam can time your distance Inclines convention, stop rising with no trend line resistance. The parabolic breakout, I'm F16 with the aeronautic fake out. The God killer, the God killer, the God killer, the God killer, it's the God killer, the God killer, that's who it is. The God killer, the God killer, it's the God killer, the God killer.